now. Let's get this party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. I don't know if uh, you guys did this, but every time I was buying a new printer, I always made damn sure it had a fax machine. Mm. Just in case. <laughs> Mars. Like someone said, Crash Mars just wants the status. And they're not wrong. <laughs> Ginge. It sounds like those old uh, pneumatic tubes at Costco. They'd send the don't money. Show in the money <laughs> <laughs> Producer Haley. Because, like, Haley often uses the expression, she feels like she's aging like spoiled milk. Mm. And aging like milk on the counter. Milk on the yeah. counter. Ooh. Fast. Where's oh, the- oh, come yeah. on. And you. The Now family. And I know he's listening right now, so he's probably like, damn you, woman. <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. I'm scared to speak. Why? I think I need to stay at this tone throughout the show today. Oh, Crash has got like laryngitis. Laryngitis? Yeah. Maybe? Like it feels fine, but the voice is gone. I'm going oh. to be all coy with you. I'm just going to talk like this all day. I won't get excited at all. Because I think when I... Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> laryngitis? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. As an adult? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just probably COVID. <laughs> No, I took no, a test. No, you took a test. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Multiple. Wherever there was a hole in my body, I tested it. Don't yeah. like singers get laryngitis? Well, I do sing a lot. You At know home? me, Ginge. Yeah. Right? Well, I think it's like for anybody. Yeah. I think if you're just tired and... Tired. Well, yeah. and especially... Oh, my God. That's even worse than I thought it was. We drove in separate vehicles, so I didn't get to t- uh, chat with Mars this morning. <laughs> just got to warm it up a little bit. <clears throat> la, 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 la. No, la, not by la, doing that. Just I'm, uh, I'm not even faking it to make it sound bad for the radio. Because, like, you don't feel sick. Not at all. Just, like, vomiting. Right. No, he's uh, not doing uh, any of that. Fever, Typical side effects of laryngitis. Sinus leakage. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's laryngitis. <laughs> Classic laryngitis. Classic. Oh, chuckles. Oh, you'll be fine. Just uh, give it an hour. <laughs> give it an hour. Your voice will be okay. Warm it up. Right? Yeah. I don't have to broadcast or anything. Uh, in most cases, oh. if it is laryngitis, sure, it gets better without treatment in about a week. Yeah. Oh, perfect. There you go. Symptoms of laryngitis can begin suddenly and usually get worse over a period of two or three days. Oh. This, yeah, that course, sounds about right. This is probably the worst of it, I think. But it sounds worse to you because to me you sound pretty normal. But I've been speaking to you and squeaking yesterday. This That's sounds true. terrible. Oh, does it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. how, do you, how, how do you not notice this? Mars like, shut up. The show must go on. I don't know. You just, I don't know. It just doesn't sound different to me. It just sounds totally like you need a good, <clears throat> like a real good clearance. I know, but there's nothing in there, right? Oh, there's something there. <clears throat> yeah, get it. Hello. Mm. No, nope. mm. you didn't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't do the job. So I feel like if I just talk down here, because this is okay, right? Yeah, like, no, that's not great. That, Maybe that's just, not just Ginge and I will do the show. Okay, I'm gonna, well, why did I even get up? I should have stayed home. Because you have to run the board over <laughs> oh, there. Oh, God. Uh, you know what I did do last night, though? Um, a lot of peeps uh, know that I have sleeping issues. Uh-huh. So I went to the old sleep clinic. Oh, hey! Uh, I hooked up an old uh, machine on me last night for uh, the sleep apnea test. What a pain in the you didn't sleep last night. Well, I know. You tossed and turned all you like you were like thrashing. It was the worst. Well, like it's uh, the device seems so archaic. 
It was uh, like this big box that I had to strap on my chest with a bunch of blinking lights. It looks like a laser tag box. All right. And I got hoses that run uh, onto my face and up my nose. Oh, wow. And I guess that's testing my breathing out of my nostrils. You still have the marks right here. Can you see where the hose line was? Oh, yeah. You might have had them a little tight. Yeah. Why'd you have it on so tight? Well, I had to, ba- I had to bandage it on. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it'll fall All right. off. All right. And then I also had a long hose, a long line uh, for the oxygen uh, sensor in your blood to clip on my finger. Right. And then I had to tape that one on. Do you think any of that stayed on last night? Of course not. I toss. And I was rolling, rolling, rolling. Every time I roll, there's a big, giant glow of lights in the sheets. I'm like, oh, God. I ended up halfway through the night ripping the oxygen sensor off when I was sleeping. Yeah. And then I fought with it at 1 in the morning. Did it, start, did it fire off an alarm when it came off? No, there's big blinking red lights. Uh, and so I put it back on, and it uh, had disconnected the wire uh, from the finger to the box. So I'm fighting with that, trying to clip it back in. I'm holding it over the red LED blinking light. I'm like, I think those are the pins. I connect that, and then the box doesn't reset. I turn it off. I turn it back on. I'm fighting with that for like 15 minutes. I'm like, whatever. I'm going back to sleep. And then it just the box kept waking me up. So it, what, does it even record anything then at that point? Well, I don't know. Because you're going to have to do it again. Yeah, you're, they're just going to tell you to do it again. I don't want to. It didn't help. It didn't. I, I don't know how people sleep with that and get any sort of uh, any sort of like records coming in. Like any sort of like reading, like any proper sort of reading. reading. Yeah, yeah. Because I turned it off, turned it back on, and I'm, I'm laying there at one o'clock last night. I'm like, does that now is it reset? How long do you think you got? How much sleep do you think you got before the commotion started uh probably uh, probably three hours that should be enough right feels like a pretty figure out an average off that i think though they need they need you to do like at least a solid well that's the whole point six no well she wants a solid eight she wanted a solid eight good luck lady (laughs) i don't remember the last time i got eight hours of sleep yeah but try strapping a box on you and they're like yeah have a solid eight What if you just like did the if, do you need both or can like just the blood level one? Well, eventually that's what I was wondering. I'm like the one jammed in my nostrils. I'm like, is that the most important one? We don't need to worry about my blood oxygen levels. <laughs> no, because yeah, that one wouldn't reconnect. Well, I, think, I ripped the line in half. I think they have to measure your blood oxygen to see if you're like that's the whole point is to see if you're taking in enough oxygen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing the test is pointless. I'm going to drop it off today. Everyone's saying you have to do it again if you disconnected. Oh, God. Why? Do you tell them when you drop it off that you blew it? Or do you wait for them to get no, the I results? No, I wait for them. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, what? Oh, everything looks good on my end. <laughs> I had the best sleep of my life. for your machine. Uh, Leanne at 56789 says, I had to do that test last year and it was awful. I have no idea how you're expected to sleep with all that crap on. I wonder if uh, our, our youngest had to do it, our son. Yeah. He's got like uh, tonsil trouble. He's oh, like, okay. <laughs> Same kind of machine? <laughs> He just had the finger one, though. Oh. No, just maybe the blood oxygen. For kids? Yeah. Oh, maybe, uh, yeah. So, the, like, maybe just, you should have just focused on that. Well, I know, like, uh, years ago, my dance, dentist recommended just that ring that you can put on that uh, will figure out, like, sleeping issues. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is this thing? <laughs> I get a yeah. big Tupperware container of this, like, archaic-looking uh, device. I'm like, all right, it's got straps. And apparently it measures, like, your chest breathing, like, breathe in, breathe out. Oh. I'm like, I don't know. And you, you didn't to- do it, though, did you? Well, yeah, I had the chest. Oh, on. yeah, that's right, you did. Yeah, yeah. And you got to wear a T-shirt, which I hate wearing a T-shirt when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. 
And so I got that on. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not sleeping tonight. No, I mean the ring from the dentist. You didn't do the ring no. from the dentist. No. No. So this is the first time that you've ever done like a sleep yeah, besides study. Whatever's on my watch. Whatever's on your, yeah. Which shows watch. when I fall asleep, my blood oxygen level plummets. Uh, <laughs> this text here at 5678 says, Crash, try keeping that chest thing on when you got big boobs. Oh. It's impossible. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's probably not fit for women at all. Well, it's it's not fit for anyone sleeping. What a dumb device. <laughs> Figure something better Your out. Your sleep study is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a sleep study would be like, you go there and like spend the night in a hyperbaric chamber. And they right? things on. Or just watch you. Or watch me, yeah. And they're like, you can't sleep. <laughs> I think that's because that's what we saw in movies. Yeah, they wheel you in a room, and then there's, I want a team of people watching the cameras while I sleep. But it just seemed like, of course you're going to fail this, because the reason you're taking this study is because you can't sleep. Yeah. And having all the stuff strapped to you, to the guy that can't already sleep, you were were set up for failure. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, I toss like it's going out of style, and I'm waking up like every 15, 20 minutes. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, try your best and uh, try your best. She's like, just make sure things don't disconnect. And so I, I went to bed thinking that. Of and then, yeah. of course, I wake up. I'm like, no, no, blinking red lights. <laughs> I disconnected. But like, why couldn't I reset it? I, I reconnected all the uh, blood oxygen lines, and then it just stayed blanking. I'm oh like, man. Whatever. I'm like, I need sleep. Yeah. Bad you, chance on your study. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Crash didn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep last night either. You rolled. You were up and down. You got like you were all over the place. Should have got a hotel room. I should have just slept in the basement. Stay at the J-Dub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, can I submit this uh, receipt to the J-W Marriott so <laughs> yeah, that I yeah. could get an accurate sleep reading? Uh, I'll make a claim. <laughs> make a claim. I feel like I'll sleep best at the J-W Marriott. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Oh, oh man. man, that sucks. I wonder what it's going to come back and say. A lot of people are saying if it disconnected, it doesn't reset. So they may ask you to do it again. <sighs> What's the point of me doing it again? This method doesn't work, and maybe I should find someone else that'll give me the ringer or whatever. Amanda on the north side said, Crash, I had to do that test last year, and the night that I took it home to do it, I was actually a caretaker for my girlfriend who just had skin surgery um, removal. Oh, my God. Because she lost over 100 pounds. Wow, good for her. Oh, good for her, So needless to say, the test was not successful, and I was exactly like you, Crash. When I took it back, I said to them, I didn't have a very good sleep. She checked it right there and said, take it home and do it again. Oh, maybe I that's from Amanda that. on the north side. You okay. haven't taken it back yet? Like uh, back no, today. I gotta do it after the yeah, show. Yeah, you should tell them right there. I'd be like, this failed. You should well, tell them right there. I think you failed. And I had to bring my own, I had to put my own batteries in it. Oh, yeah. Oh. So she said to him, she's like, <laughs> right? oh, yeah, you have to buy some batteries for this thing. Here you go. Bye. And triple A's. Yeah. Who's got a supply of triple A at home besides the remote controls? You guys don't keep triple A's in the house? Well, I got a couple. They're I found some. Yeah. I found some. You don't have like a battery place? Well, I got a battery drawer, but uh, majority of the time it's just uh, double A's, uh, big D's, yeah, and uh, some uh, nine volts. That's one of the things I love and hate most about having kids. Batteries, all the batteries. We have so many batteries, but like triple A, our stuff? battery budget is out of control. <laughs> but I, I just have batteries. Oh. I have so many batteries. Mm. Triple A's, double A's, wow. C's, D's. Uh, the little buttons, those little button batteries. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, like the CS watch batteries. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. there's Flat roughly boys. four to five hundred different kinds of them. <laughs> wow, I got them all. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, if you do want to do that, where the sleep where they watch you sleep, 
Someone said that the level three sleep study is what you did crash. The level one study is where they watch you sleep. It's a one and a half year wait for a level one sleep study in Alberta right now. Oh, they're on the list. Level one is like the premium. Yeah, that's where you go in and you sleep and people watch you. It was weird, too, because I'm still in my 30s, guys. I don't know if I've mentioned that. You have. But I'm sitting in this room and I'm looking at all these mannequins on the wall. And they all have like different like head pieces for like the major CPAP machines. And I'm like, oh, God, am I going to get one of these? And I think she could see my fear because she was talking and I was staring off looking at these mannequins. I'm like, I don't want this. I don't. I'm not ready for this. I'm like, I'm not even 40 yet. And then she looks at me and then looks up. She's like, these are for very, very extreme cases, which what you described, she's like, I don't think it's extreme for you yet. I'm like, yet. <laughs> why, do they, why are they out there flaunting those? Why do they yeah. have them out in a boat? I don't know. I guess they can take them off the like, mannequin they, and show you. Did they look terrifying. like luchador masks that were on like well, yeah, display? They were just, the... Yeah, they were just like mannequin oh. heads with the big hoses all oh. over them. Look like and like Bane. a Bane mask. Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> it's, uh, I didn't realize how common it was. I was at a stag last weekend. Two of the guys had CPAP. <laughs> no no way! Yeah. Really? It was really sad to like realize, like, oh my God, another one. <laughs> you, you get old and you get CPAP machines. I guess. Like They're and pretty common, buddy. Sleep is so important. Could and you hear the CPAP machines? Because you no. guys you guys all lodged together, right? Yeah, it was like at a cabin. Is that a cabin? There was, there was rooms. Right. Uh, but and I, booze I, involved, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how... I, I've never slept with anyone with a CPAP machine. I don't know how noisy it is. Yeah. Is it like a... <sighs> I would imagine they're somewhat whisper I quiet. Now. I think now they're whisper quiet. Like that's not whisper quiet. That's quite loud. He's like a sound machine. <laughs> Maybe just like a. Do they? Do they? Do they make extra sound to cover the sound of the, what the CPAP machine is doing? Yeah, I don't think it's like a hospital machine where you have that like inflatable thing. Like right. <laughs> Let's see if I can fire one up. But it's just remember just a too, low hum of a fan. It's it's like good for your health. Well, right, like it's good for your yeah, heart. It, it's good if it works for you, but but your mental I, health too. You don't want to. I'm still in my thirties. Sorry, fat chance. I ain't wearing that. Uh, like this text here says, it's okay, crash. You could spend twenty five hundred dollars on a CPAP machine and not wear it, just like my husband. Oh, oh. he's like, I'm not putting Burn. that garbage on. Well, you know, here's what I I have a question because I was watching Crash sleep last night. Well, or not sleep last night because I was not sleeping last night either. Um, Crash sleeps on his back, so you have all this equipment on, no problem. Well, I was, if I have to do it, I sleep on my stomach. Well, I was forcing. How do you, how do, you I, do it? I, I typically don't sleep on my back. I was forcing it last night oh, because I didn't sucks. I didn't want this device uh, like f- busting off me. And then uh, as I fall asleep, I start rotating, and then I have this big box on my chest, and I'm grabbing my pillow. Yeah. And then I can feel the lines all tangled Tangling in my pillow, up. and I'm like, son of a. And then I roll on my side. It rolls the hose off my ear. I'm like, no. Nah. Like, because if you have to wear like a CPAP machine. Yeah. To, like to in order to get oxygen at night mm. and you do you just have to force yourself to change a habit because there's no way well, that's what she told me too she's like a lot of it is just change the way you sleep i'm like well once you fall asleep though you have no control yeah, you don't yeah you, you don't, don't call know the shots right it's like i'll fall asleep like i can fall asleep on my back yeah and I, I wake up i'm on my face like unless you chain me down i'm not staying on my back werewolf style yeah, yeah. right Change to a radiator. But then how do you sleep <laughs> if you're not in your, I don't know, it's a wild thing. Drugs? <laughs> yeah, I, that's what we got to do. I've Booze? Got, it might be time to normalize CPAPs because you're going to get one. <laughs> and just like just like what Mars did yesterday for gals with uh, facial hair, mustaches, sure. maybe you could do that for CPAP machines. 
I have I have a CPAP machine here. I couldn't test it to see how loud it is, but I oh, okay. this should be this should be the noise of the machine running. Okay. So we can see how noisy these bad boys are. Alright, let's see. This is Crash's future. Okay. Well, because this is what happens as soon as I put it against my face. Oh, it's quiet. Oh, that's nothing. Oh. Oh. So let me go ahead and put it all the way in. Oh, so you can hear it. Yeah, oh, you can't okay. hear it at all. Oh, you don't hear it at all. What oh. does it look like? You see. can hardly notice it. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, it's loud. Oh but no! Now you put it against your face, so technically it's not loud at all. But uh, it does work. Well. Oh, I, I get. I get that it's like good for health. I mean, obviously, sleep. You, sleep is one of the best things to do for yourself. Yeah. Right. And yeah. breathing. You need to breathe. But like, how do you sleep in that? Couldn't That's we just nuts. get a big oxygen line that points over my head in bed? Wouldn't that be good? Or does it have to be rammed in my face? It's got to be rammed in your face. Uh, this text oh, here says, Crash, geez. don't feel so bad. I've had a CPAP machine, machine since I was 28 years old. 28? 28. I stop breathing when I sleep. Apparently you can do it at any age. Kids as young as like 14, 15 are holding their breath in when they sleep. Well, I will say, um, if she's able to pull any data from the first like couple hours... Um, I stopped breathing several times. Oh, because I woke myself up not breathing, and I'm like, Duh! yeah. <laughs> but I, because I had hoses in my nose. No, you do that without hoses. Oh. I wonder if too, because we're all a little vain. That's why you. That's why we rage against the idea of a CPAP. Machine. Sure. Yeah. But you're already in a relationship. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're off the market. I'm not you looking don't gotta to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you were single and dragging one of these things, oh, to your uh, to your love's house, do you bust one of those out on day one? Like, if a uh, lady's staying over, you're like, well, one sec. I mean, listen, there's still certain things that I don't do around Crash. Right. And you would never. <laughs> I never now I just don't sleep, I guess. <laughs> oh, funny thing about me, I actually don't sleep. I just sit up all night. Don't need it. Yeah. So I'm go ahead. One of those people that don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, here, uh, Ian's hanging on. Uh, Ian, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Crash and Mars. How are you? Good, good. Um, you actually have a CPAP machine, right? I do. And I've had it for ten years. Ten years! Wow. Yeah. How's it going for you? It's great. It uh, keeps me alive. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it does. Absolutely. Have, as soon as you got the the whole CPAP machine, did you notice your sleep dramatically improved? Yes, uh, dramatically improved. Damn. Um, I just like when I go to sleep, I'm I'm out in about twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah. Uh, where it used to take me a good hour before I could fall asleep. And when you fall um, asleep, you stay asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm out. Um, I get a solid six, seven hours uh, every night. Um, and the machine doesn't make any noise. I sleep on, I start on my back. I end up on my face. Uh, yeah. The hose keeps moving. Um, it's all good. I know. I, I rotate, though. I think I would rip it off my face immediately. Do you sleep on your back, then, all night? No, I, I start on my back, and then I rotate over to my stomach, and... Um, it and the mask that I use just goes over my nose, mm. and uh, you know it's it's attached with the the straps around the back of my head. Yeah, and yes, it looks it looks really bad on the mannequins. Um, <laughs> it, freaked him, it freaked him out. It's terrible because as soon as he got home, he was like, "You should have seen the heads that they had." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, 
but there's a whole lot of different style of masks, right? You might only need the one that goes up your nose. You might you might not need the full face one. You might just need one that goes over your nose and keeps blowing into your nose. Yeah, uh, or none have, at all. <laughs> yeah, or none at all. Uh, That's interesting. Well, I'm so glad it works for you. Yeah, it depends on the test, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I did the test in the office. I slept overnight. Oh, nice. Um, Mine was so bad that they woke me up in the middle of the night and put a machine on me. Oh, my oh gosh. My gosh. You're like, we don't want to lose a patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy so, crap. Well, I'm glad it works for you. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah, no worries. You guys have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Take care, Ian. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye. Um, okay, so basically everybody's agreeing with uh, Ian and saying that every, they changed their life crash. Mm-hmm. Getting that CPAP changed their lives. Mm-hmm. But you didn't see the mannequins. <laughs> I didn't see them. Crash came home. That was the first thing he said. Yeah. A, he's like, I'm very tired because I didn't sleep last night. I got my machine. He said, and you should have seen the mannequins. He said they were frightening. Terrifying. I was going to take a picture, too, and I thought that would be weird. But she was there. <laughs> <laughs> but like she said, those are for extreme cases. Those are for extreme cases. Yeah. She said, don't Which worry. you might be, though. I know. Yeah. I don't know. We She's going to look at them maybe the first couple hours and be like, oh, my God, he died three times in his sleep. <laughs> yeah. <don't> so. <laughs> They're blowing up your sleep. you got to get back here so. immediately. Oh, crash. Do lit. not fall asleep. <laughs> It's a nightmare in Elm Street situation. You need to stay awake. Well, in the middle of the night, too, when I ripped off all the lines and then I reconnected stuff and the lights just stayed blinking red, I'm like, does that mean I'm dying? Because no. you know you're in the middle of the night. You don't you're, know what's yeah. happening. I don't know what's happening. There's this weird box blinking on my chest. And I'm Is like, this Is this heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's looking like hell. What? I was there. <laughs> now we're blinking lights on. <laughs> but like I put the uh, oxygen sensor back on my finger and I'm like, it's blinking red. Does that mean my levels are way too low and like seek medical, oh, right. medical oh, attention? Oh, I like, see. Even connected. Because I couldn't, couldn't, yeah, get, couldn't a get a green again. Right. I'm like, oh, no, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> Brittany, how you doing? Hi, good. Hey, uh, you actually did the sleep test, too. Did you do the same one I did? I don't know. Did you just take a machine home and do it there? Yeah, and it's like a big rectangular box on your chest. I did do that one, and then they sent me for further testing. Oh, no. <laughs> and I actually had to go um, to a hospital, and they hooked me up with all the wires and my chest and everything. And Yep. And uh, through that test, they found out that I have narcolepsy. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. Really? Because the test they did is you slept all night, and then he says you stay awake for an hour in the morning. You have to stay there all the next day, and he says, and then you go back to sleep for 20 minutes. Oh. They put you back in the bed for 20 minutes. He says, because you've just had a full night's rest, you shouldn't be able to fall into a deep sleep in 20 minutes. And if you fall into sleep in under 20 minutes... Um, you have narcoleptic tendencies under 10 minutes. It's full-blown narcolepsy. I was oh like, gosh, how long did it take that? me? Oh, my God. He says, how long did it take you to fall? How long did it take me to fall asleep? He's like, consistently about two and a half minutes. Oh, my two and a half minutes. Two and, and a out. half. Wow. So you have uh, t- narcoleptic Deep tendencies. Sleep. Yeah. So I have full-blown narcolepsy. Oh, That's no. That's wild. Oh. At uh, least you know, and now you can deal with it, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I just take stimulants through the day, and everyone's like, how can you take these? I'm like, I'm not going to It's okay. Yeah, yeah it's all right. they're like, all right. I know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. okay, thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Britt. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. That's Bye. crazy, too. Mm. Yeah, it's the other side of the coin. That's that's bad. 
But Ginge, you're like that, aren't you? Like, boom, you fall asleep immediately. Yeah, I fall asleep quick. Huh. But I'm not like, uh... Like, middle of... Could you go to your office right now and boof out? No. Oh. I just, my body knows it's bedtime. Oh, okay. All right, well, okay. I tell it to. Yeah. Just tell your body to go to sleep. <laughs> just sleep. I try. Just breathe during your sleep. Yeah. I know. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Austin, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, you're, you're rocking a CPAP machine, right? I am, yes. So I was uh, diagnosed with severe sleep apnea. And oh. when you first start using a CPAP machine, you pretty much have to train yourself how to use it. Yeah. Because you have co continuous pressure on your nose. So you're not used to it, right? So the first couple nights, you got to wear it for about 20 minutes, half an hour. And do that for a couple weeks until you get used to it. Huh. I guess, right. yeah, you got to get your body used to it. Totally. Is it life-changing? Um, it is because um, I am a truck driver, so I drive... 12, 14 hour days and yeah. uh, I am now no longer falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I well, mean, that's... that is oh, yeah. very, it's yeah. life changing for everybody. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, and that's all because you actually get sleep at night. For sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah, deep sleep. Interesting. All right, okay, thanks Austin. I'm thanks, glad it Austin. worked for you. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Well, Crash... You'll figure it out. Ginger, I forgot I took a photo of it, too. I didn't post it or anything, but that's the photo. That's what I had to wear last oh, night. Cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> Do you have it too low? No, that's where it's supposed to be. Oh. Right on, like, your diaphragm there. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't look that, to be honest, the way you were, you know, <laughs> bitching about it. <laughs> That'd be a little more intrusive. <laughs> well, it's pretty intrusive. <laughs> Lots of hoses. <laughs> Are you sleepy during the day because of your lack of sleep at night? Do you uh, find I, yourself? I try not to, but I am exhausted. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's hurting you. It, it definitely is. He almost yeah. fell asleep driving home from work yesterday. Uh-oh. Because you were driving home from work so at about tired. what? Like 2 o'clock? 2, yeah. Yeah, 2, 2.30. He almost fell asleep on the road. So tired. He had to pull over. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. just a morning shift, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Tell the guy down the hallway. He sleeps in his truck, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's dangerous. Well, there yeah. you go. All right. So we'll see what happens. I got to drop it off today. I'll chat with him. All right. We'll get her going. Um, the good news, I guess we could do some news. We'll here. do a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're, we're in the thick of it, guys. We have the heat warnings out. Yeah. It is staying hot for the next six solid days. Yes. 29. Ooh. Lots of sunshine today. 30 tomorrow. 31. On Saturday, 28 Sunday. That's the trend. There you go. Uh, traffic looks good too, guys. Early this morning. Nothing to tell you about. It's a beautiful day, though. Uh, if you do see something, give us a shout. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Rami's in for Haley today. So uh, if you do call, make sure you give Rami a warm welcome. Uh, you can text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's do a bit of news here for you guys on this Thursday, June the 8th. So as Crash just did the weather, they are now officially called calling this a heat dome that is forming over the province, prompting widespread weather warnings and the activation of the city of Edmonton's extreme weather response. And I'm not sure if you guys were watching any of the news last night. They actually asked all Edmontonians to conserve your power usage yeah. as well. Now, Environment Canada did issue those heat warnings yesterday afternoon. Apparently, a large swath of the province had a heat warning from the south of Calgary all the way to the north of Athabasca, as well as in Grand Prairie and Peace River and northwestern Alberta as well. Hmm. What does it mean when we're under a heat warning? Over 
overnight lows don't dip below 14. Mm-hmm. So you got these super high daytime temperatures and it's not cooling off enough at night. So hot. Yes. Now, not only will it be hot, but it will be stable. And they're saying that particular matter from the wildfires and even like local industry around the city could linger at the surface. That might also affect our air quality in the coming days under this heat dome. Oh, drag. So watch out for that. Now, speaking of air quality, uh, we, I feel like we've dodged a bit of a bullet here. Did you guys see the pictures of New York yesterday? Oh, oh my God. Holy cow. Remember when Calgary went like yellow, deep yellow yes. sky? Yeah. New York is like Oh, that. yeah. It's bad. It is terrible. There were a number of cities that were under uh, some pretty bad air quality warnings yesterday. A lot of what's going on in the East Coast is because of the wildfires that are in Quebec and a few in Ontario as well. But Yankee Stadium uh, was horrible yesterday. Major League Baseball had to be postponed in New York and Philadelphia Wednesday night because of poor air quality caused by what's happening up north. I even saw some Broadway uh, performers who are like, I can't perform. I can't breathe. Yes. And they're like, no, the show will not go on. It won't. They're Broadway. You can't sing in that. No, they, they you didn't. You can't. Yeah. You're using, you're breathing. Like, you cannot yeah. be breathing And they show a person on stage being like, I can't perform. And there's like a haze in the air inside the uh, the auditorium yeah. there. It was uh, all over the news because it's New York City. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't love, they kept hammering on Canadian oh, wildfires. Oh, yeah. Oh, every like, headline is Canadian just wildfire. wildfire smoke. Why yeah, are yeah. we... Like, we did something wrong. Like, it's a negative. Yeah, a, yeah. Ma- a major like they, negative. Like, they got to tighten up the borders. Well, because <laughs> smoke out. they're not going to blame. They don't want any, they don't want the Americans to think that it's an American that fault. They, they did their own thing. You remember the song Blame Canada from? Oh, yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why. But, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Also, some women's soccer was also canceled uh, south of the border as well. A soccer game in New Jersey. And even a women's basketball game, an indoor WNBA game set for Brooklyn, mm-hmm. was also called off just because they can't. The New York Yankees game against the Chicago White Sox was rescheduled as part of a doubleheader starting at 4.05 on Thursday and the Philadelphia Phillies game against the Tigers was reset as for Thursday as well just because they uh, they couldn't be outside. Uh, Leah makes a good point here on the app. Yeah. She says New York is such a dream trip for many people. Imagine saving up for many years Oh no! and you have your trip booked and it looks like that. And you can't go outside? Oh (laughs) no! You can't go outside? Yeah. You know, uh, it just sucks. Maybe it's, you know, a lot of the touristy places would be pretty empty. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, or yourself. that. Yeah. If you, you can't see it, but mm-hmm. the mind's eye. And you can't really breathe if you go outdoors, course, but, but. But. No it's lines. New York. And a lot of nice, like, pubs and bars and restaurants. Stay indoors. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's New York. Mm-hmm. For my wrestling fans, WWE Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik passed away yesterday. He was 81 years old. Now, the Sheik, whose real name was Hossein Khosrow Ali Vazari, was actually from Iran as he claimed before coming to America. He was a bodyguard and a decorated amateur wrestler as well. Before breaking into the pros, the Iron Sheik was a Greco-Roman champ, and he even coached the 1972 U.S. Olympic team. Mm. Not sure if you knew that. But he's probably best known for losing the WWF championship to Hulk Hogan in 1983, and that match is what kicked off Hulkamania. Oh, yeah. One of the most popular periods in the history of wrestling. As an America-hating 
leading bad guy. Mm-hmm. He also famously feuded with Sergeant Slaughter. In recent years, he's become known for his appearance appearances on the Howard Stern Show, um, as well as apparently his hilarious Twitter account. He didn't actually write his own tweets, but they did kind of capture his spirit. Hmm. Yeah, he was a great villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's one of his tweets, uh, a classic example. He tweeted, quote, take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what Not a wrong. great tweet. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Retweet. He was also the originator of the term jabroni, which was then made even, more, which was then made even more famous by The Rock. But I didn't know that. But started with the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. The Rock actually posted a really sweet video tribute to his Uncle Sheiky, in which he fully admits he borrowed jabroni from him so he stole it i didn't know that he uh he used that yeah interesting it was the iron sheet mm. very cool very cool yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so it's too bad but he, he lived a good life 81 years old 81 that's a good run yeah no one's saying cause of death they're just saying that he will be sorely missed yeah mm-hmm. it's uh sad but that is a good long life for a wrestler oh my god yeah. absolutely yeah. because they put their bodies that- through hell and he would have lived through that era of wild times that might be a record yeah, because wrestlers it from then, be, yeah. th- like a lot of them pass. Oh, yeah, they pass yeah. in their like yeah. 50s, 60s. Young. Yeah. It's hard on you. Mm-hmm. Right? So the Iron Sheik uh, passed away at 81 years old. Again, the originator of the term jabroni. Hmm. Not the rock. This is a wild story. There are people who put a lot of thought and effort into their friends' birthdays, gifts. But this guy took this way too far. A 32-year-old Rhode Island man named Benjamin Nadrowski is facing four felony charges after police say he admitted he admitted into breaking into homes to steal quote adult bedroom novelties. Now, why was he rummaging through bedrooms looking for sex toys? Uh. He said he planned to give them as birthday gifts. Oh, plural? They, they yes. got to be in the boxes. No? No. 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 <laughs> What do you just like put it in a sock? Now, You're like, here you go. As he was looking for adult bedroom novelties, nothing else was touched. There aren't any specifics beyond that. He was just looking for that specific item. Now, the robberies occurred over the past few weeks. He was also caught in the process of stealing a makeup kit from another home, but I'm guessing, I don't know, that was the only other thing he ever took was some makeup. Other than that, it was toys. It was adult bedroom novelties. Mm -hmm. Another homeowner caught him trying to break through their bathroom window. In that case, he later told police he was attempting to buy weed, but he ended up at the wrong house. That was wrong. He was looking for sex toys. Mm. Sounds like a real Lemony Snicket situation. He's just trying to, you know, (laughs) shop for his friends and pick up some weed. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have cash, clearly. Yeah, that's right. Now, of course, he is facing some charges. He's also been ordered to complete a mental health screening, mm. which is probably, you know, a good idea. The number one spot you break in someone's house, you're looking for this nightstand? The only oh, yeah. spot. Or like the shoebox in the closet. Shoebox in a closet? <laughs> <laughs> it, that's the only place. I would do nightstand. Maybe nightstand is priority, right? And maybe under the bed. Sure, maybe there's a little... Maybe there's a little, like... A, if there's room under there. If there's sure. room under there. Yeah, if there's not... Could have a little tickle trunk, you slide out. Yeah. And if not, top drawer of the dresser? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely. That's a go-to yeah, Should we be mixing it up? Because if you if you were looking for loose diamonds, they could be anywhere. Uh-huh. They could be. Sure, yeah. But uh, if you're looking for a 
Yeah. yeah, there's one spot to look. Only Maybe this spot. is why you got to do the built-in uh, safe in the wall behind the picture. And then you open up the picture Which and it's like... be the coolest. Right there. Yeah. So it comes out like an accordion. Yeah. Uh, this text here at 56789 says, Imagine being a friend of a guy who once received this toy as a gift and then finding out that it was not only stolen but also used. Right. Oh. But I think when you get something like that and there's no box, you, know. you assume it's used. You know. <laughs> Has anybody got that as a gift? <laughs> yeah, a nice little open box toy. You don't you don't use it, right? No. Is there a market for used toys? Like, can you legally sell that? Or that's... Uh, I don't think there's anyone policing it. Like, I think you legally could. Yeah, you, you can. Like, oh, I don't think you should. Yeah, let me check Kijiji. He also mentioned for friends, plural. He said friends, yeah. Birthday gifts for friends, yeah. Typically, there's... I guess maybe for your girlfriends. Yeah. Girlies buying this stuff for each other? No, I've never bought my girlies any of that, but... You could? No. I don't know. But you could buy it for any friend, really. You could, but I mean, that's really, uh, uh, I think that changes the energy of the friendship. It might. Nothing comes up on Kijiji. No, what about Marketplace? I feel like they'd be on Marketplace. Oh, Facebook Marketplace. Check that out. But like, Facebook don't put Marketplace. Don't put, are you putting used in yeah, there? Yeah, don't put used. No, no, I'm oh, not putting okay. used. I'm just putting what it is and a few variations of what it is. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, but Facebook Marketplace, like, you put your face on the ad. Oh, people don't care, Crash. Where you want to use Craigslist, buddy. Oh, oh yeah. Have, I thought Craigslist doesn't work in Canada anymore. Oh, yeah. Didn't uh, they ban it? No, we still got Craigslist. We still got, we still got it? In the yeah. States, I think, it, they, I think they took away the persons. Oh. oh, okay. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. Well, these guys look to see if you can actually buy them online. Damn and Crash right. is nodding. They're on Facebook Marketplace. I knew they would be. What the? You, are they open box? Open box? Uh, Yeah, they're they're out of the package. Can I see? Or don't don't show the camera, though. Maybe like accidentally show the camera as you show Mars. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Product photos and more. Like here, let me see out of the box. There's an assortment of stuff. Oh, oh, oh! What's oh, so you getting? They're selling the whole collection. They're oh. selling the collection. Some, some. Oh, they're not. This one's free. Free. Oh, that's great. <laughs> what a deal! And then this one says selling all my stuff. Why? Why are there tire irons in the photo? Is this, is, <laughs> what? Is this here in Edmonton? Uh yeah yeah, just, yeah who's near me garage sale season all right mm-hmm. here's what I want to know from you guys oh, seven- I've seen these at a garage no. sale <laughs> and you can really haggle <laughs> you're like what's behind that curtain <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine having a curtained area at your garage yes. sale not a bad idea gang it's not a bad idea seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine it can be brand new it doesn't have to be out of the box but did somebody buy you um, a questionable birthday gift like ginger was saying it kind of changes the energy of the friendship yeah you're talking about this you're talking about maybe like some lingerie sure yeah maybe that like maybe like a surprisingly ma- sexual gift right a surprisingly sexual gift mm-hmm. um from someone that shouldn't be buying you one a lot of times i would imagine maybe it's supposed to be a joke no well i think that's the angle you take oh when they receive it uh not how you intended and right then you're like i'm oh, just kidding not how you hoped i should say yeah, yeah. like it like it's a gag gift yeah but like, initially a- you're like huh <laughs> Right, you hope and like you're, you hope. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, I've been wanting this purple one. There's a lot of those like Spencer style gifts. <laughs> sure. Where like where they have like the real deal in the back too. But they then do. they have the stuff that's like could be funny, yeah. but also could be serious. Yeah, yeah. And who bought it for you? Because I feel like honestly, if I were to rewind my life about ten years, I feel like one of my radio managers could have possibly bought me like 
a gag gift. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Right? Like yeah, I feel, like, maybe just jokes, man. Don't complain to HR. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I heard oh, you were a little stressed. Like, this is there is no HR. This is why you're giving this oh, to me. God. Do you know what I mean? Though yeah. those kind of like mm-hmm. those kind of gifts that you were like, what? This guy was breaking into people's houses in order to sell adult or to buy or to steal rather adult novelty toys to uh, give them out as birthday gifts. Mm-hmm. Did you get a questionable gift from who? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, if you're just joining us this morning, we had a story in the news. It's a pretty wild story where a man in Rhode Island is facing charges after police say he admitted into breaking into homes to steal adult novelty toys, which he planned to give out as birthday gifts. So, I mean, he couldn't afford to buy anything, so he was breaking in to to steal some. He didn't take anything else except for in one house he did take a makeup kit. Mm -hmm. But other than that, if he couldn't find any adult novelty toys, he just kind of moved on to the next house. He's a caring fella. Really? wanted to make sure he was yeah. given a gift. Don't show up yeah. empty-handed. He is a caring fella. I yeah. agree. I feel like mm-hmm. he's the victim in this crime and now he's, he's prosecuted for this? Yeah, yeah it's Outrageous. true. <laughs> it's true. So we want to know from you guys uh, if somebody bought you a gift or gave you a birthday gift or a going away present or like an office anniversary um, and it was, a, it was a, a little inappropriate. Because I feel like uh, there was a time where workplace gifts were very inappropriate and it was fun oh, for yeah. everyone. Oh yeah. Right? Well, it was, Nowadays you can't. <laughs> well it was funny for maybe everyone who wasn't on the receiving everyone. end of the gift. Everyone. <laughs> 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 Might have been that. Um, but it does happen. Like this text here at 56789 says hey Crash at work Christmas present exchange with mystery gifts. Mm. Oh, fun. I love mystery gifts. Oh, mystery gifts. They're so fun. Someone gave out the book Sex for Dummies. <laughs> the guy who got it, though, seemed very happy about it. Oh. Oh, oh he's like, I don't have this issue. <laughs> Is that uh, a little safer area to dip your toes in this water? Because it's you're not giving it specifically to one person, right? You're sort of, it's an exchange. You don't know who, who's going to get it. who's getting the gift. So it's not targeted. Does it feel less, yeah, pointed then? But I guess you do kind of, uh, I guess not in all cases, but you do find out who originally gave the who gift. Who bought the who gift. Who bought the gift. But it wasn't for anyone in particular. Mm, that's true. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's different when it's like one-on-one. Basically, I'm wondering if my Doomy Daddy shirt that I yeah. had last year was cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure if it is anymore. Yeah, it's tough. Um, 780 down for a 669 if you want to chime in. Uh, Tracy, how you doing? Hey, good, Crafton Mars. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. We're good. Um, so uh, a co-worker was gifted something questionable, right? Yeah, so he was going on a trip to Vegas, and uh, he, my birthday was coming up a couple weeks after that. So he decided to get me a birthday gift. He got you a birthday gift? A con- yeah, and uh, we worked on a construction site up north, and this is long before things were, like, super inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, he- he gifted me a pair of nipple tassels. <laughs> were you asking for uh, were, were you surprised by that? Like, that's surprise. Like, I would, I don't even know what I would do if I opened that up. That's more shocking than just, like, a, a yeah. helper. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so bizarre. Like, the guy was a little bit, like, a very, very awkward kind of guy anyway, kind of socially awkward, oh. not really sure, you know, so we kind of just dismissed it, but in the back of my mind, like, it definitely kind of changed me, like, popping over to his office to have lunch, and I was kind of like, 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 what's the message? <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure, absolutely it would. Because, like, how do you take tassels, uh, nipple tassels, as a, a joke? Because now I'd be like, is he, is he visualizing me wearing them while I'm at work. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I don't even want to think about it. It was he was just if you knew him, you would just cringe. Oh like, no. Do you think that it was like jokey? Like do you think it was like haha you're going to Vegas, like here's some tassels? An awkward joke? Yeah. I, that's kind of how I took it but again the guy was socially inexpressive and awkward like yeah. so I don't really I don't know like there was no you know he, he, it's not like he laughed about it or whatever like I don't know where he was coming from oh no laughter no high fives or anything now he's oh, just like looking no. at your shirt being like are they under there oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what yeah. a gift what a gift right? yeah alright thanks Tracy <laughs> Good times in the old oil patch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Big time, kid. Take care. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Right? That's a tricky pickle. Yeah. Because um, she's got to nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. With the yeah. buds, as it were. Because, uh-huh. you know, you don't want these gifts to continue. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to, I don't know, I guess make it You don't want to embarrass. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to go over the top with it. But she didn't do it. She shouldn't have to she accept them. Or feel bad about, you know, how her response to That's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Ugh. Do you just, like... All right, I'll wear them one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wear them one day. There you go. (laughs) He was trying to be funny, right? Well, I think, but... I would imagine, but... Like she said, he was sort of an awkward fella. Because he didn't laugh when he gave them to her. When you guys... When I say nipple tassel, do you think Vegas... Uh, yeah. I think of a a good time, a party time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, at that, at that time, people were wearing them on the strip. There's definitely relationships where you could, as if someone was going to Vegas, get them that. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like they were there yet. Yeah. Yeah. In their friendship. That's right. It doesn't sound like there was even one there. (laughs) This text here, five, six, seven, eight, nine says, my neighbor, yes, my neighbor put thong underwear in my birthday card for my 40th birthday. Oh, Okay. Which the card was something about keeping my panties on now that I'm older or whatever the jokey <laughs> card was. I think it was supposed to be funny, but it was awkward as all hell. We've been neighbors for a long time and we're good friends. I just didn't know what to think of it. Anonymous. Neighbors tough because oh. neighbors have like uh, some interesting relationships too, right? And some are stronger than others. Some like you share a lot more than others. Like I feel like one of no, our one of no. our buds we could probably oh one of them but see on the other hand like I feel like we've been friends with him for years well yeah I feel like I could give him a jokey gift but I feel like if he gave me one I'd be like ooh gross no it has to go both ways uh. <laughs> you can't just give a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a card I- from your neighbor is pretty pretty thoughtful yeah it's, but it's the card but the, it's uh-huh. the panties in there right. Unless you've had a previous discussion and like jokes around the fire pit, like if it's a thing, then maybe. But out of the blue, I don't. That's tough. What do you do when it's? uh, Let's say you found it inappropriate the gift you received. Yeah, and you didn't want this exchange to continue next Christmas. What do you say when you receive that gift? Do you still give a thank you and then just not bring it up, or do you say thank you but? Uh, I don't know. What's yeah, because the... you don't want to ruin the relationship. No, but you don't want this. You don't want the gifts to keep coming because if it starts here, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Right? Now, now, now you've green lighted them. Oh. Huh. To be like, oh, wrong size. <laughs> wrong size. I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Uh, Amanda, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, for your bridal shower, uh, you ended up getting some questionable stuff, right? 
Yes, absolutely. My mom and my sister ended up going in on a pack of butt plugs for me what, in what's front of my entire Christian family. <laughs> you can't just get one. You need the whole set. You got a pack? A three pack with different sizes. I'm like, okay, Whoa. thanks for sharing that in front of everyone. Oh, were you mortified when you opened it up? I was very embarrassed, especially because my grandma and my auntie are very religious. Oh. And so they're all like, oh, what's that? And of course, I had to show it off like you do every Every other guest and pass yep. it around and no! it was so mortifying did they know what it was immediately or could you have, yeah I, oh. they know they knew yeah oh uh, and i guess probably uh, them still being in the packaging it kind of has pictures yes yeah it had very very interesting pictures on there for sure oh my god and you actually pass it because i i know exactly what you're talking about where you open the gift and then Mars you pass the it set. Yeah. <laughs> i have the set it's incredible uh no you pass them around you actually did pass them around they, they said they wanted to see them anyway, so I was like, yeah. okay. And then I just sure. I tried to ignore it, and I went on to the next gifts because it was just too much for me. <laughs> God, that's you tried funny. to distract with the next one. You're like, wow, look at this. Did they do that? They they did that to make you like embarrassed, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's that's, that's the type of relationship I have with my mom and my that's sister. Great. We're very open, and yeah. it's I love just, it. Yeah. That <laughs> is That's hilarious. Great. What a hilarious. great gift. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So along with the heat dome that we're in right now, uh, that's, I mean, obviously you, uh, you've got to be careful when you're outside, when you're working outside, make sure you don't leave your pets in the car, your kids in the car, your great aunts in the car, your parents in the car. Uh-huh. Just make sure you have AC running. Any Anything that's breathing. <laughs> and on top of that, you now also have to think about some major delays that are going to be happening in traffic over the weekend. Drivers are being asked to find another way or to prepare for delays on the Anthony Hendy this weekend because crews need to close the bridge over the North Saskatchewan River. Mm. The westbound bridge on the southwest section of the Ring Road near Cameron Heights will be closed from 8 p.m. on Friday to 6 a.m. on Monday, so oh. all weekend. Uh-oh. Mm. Oh, it's a long run. You'll still be able to get through, but just think about the lineups there. Traffic will be rerouted onto the eastbound bridge, but major delays are going to be expected due to volume and the speed reduction to 60 kilometers per hour. The work there is being done to add an extra lane to each bridge. How long is how long have they been working on this? A long time because similar closures like this we reported on last year. Hmm. So motorists are being encouraged to use white mud as an alternate route. Oversized and overweight loads will not be permitted. Mm. So if you're in a big truck with a lot of weight, you're going to be turned around. SOL. SOL. Good luck. Closure dates may also be adjusted based on the weather. If you need updates, if that's a regular route for you, visit 511 Alberta for the latest updates. Again, it's open right now, but starting at 8 p.m. on Friday, it'll be closed all weekend until 6 a.m. on Monday. Mm. So... I was on the white mud this morning. It needs to be 100 kilometers per hour. What well, also needs to be repaired? My God. In some spots, yes. <laughs> like, that's why she can't be. It'd be, <laughs> bang, bang, it'd bang, be terrifying bang, bang. traveling at highway speeds on that thing. I was cruising beside a motorcycle this morning. Oh, I saw he, that he guy, He was having yeah. the roughest ride ever. He was. It's just like... <laughs> like, oh, and he's got his phone on his dash. I'm like, your phone's going to go flying, buddy. Yeah, that west end white mud, yeah. little little windy, little curvy. Sure, maybe totally. But fine. the east side, yeah. Oh, it's, it's just a straight it's shot. Wide open. Straight shot. Yeah, it's wide open. Mm. Give the people what they want, right? Why, faster. Why isn't it a hundred? We want to go faster. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I I honestly don't know. Does anybody like? Is there an actual reasonable answer as to why the white mud is not at one hundred kilometers per hour? Well, same thing. Why why is uh, like you turn off the handy and get on base 
baseline. Why is it 70? Well, yeah, that's well, ridiculous. That should be 100 kilometers per hour. That should be 110. It, I agree. It, it should increase straight to the city. It goes straight to the city here. Why is it 70? Whereas like the Sherwood Park Freeway goes to 100. I don't know how they decide. And that's like somewhat windy. Does anybody know? Does anybody listening know how they decide? The only time, uh, the only reason I can think of, like for baseline, um, by all the refineries there to go to seventy, is because of the refineries, maybe because the of the trucks the vehicles coming through. This, yeah, the big size. Where oh, Shore maybe. Park Freeway is like a hundred. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, but it's not like it's one lane either. Like if there's big vehicles or if there's big. Yeah, there's like three lanes. There's like three lanes there. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could win mayor if I just simply ran on I will increase the white line to 100. Sure. She's coming for you, Sohee. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, you coward. <laughs> I wonder if they, because it didn't always used to be, I don't, yeah, maybe because they always know the white mud's always backing up. Maybe. Because like, it always maybe. is. It's consistently backed up every day. Is it because of the amount of uh, merging lanes? Yeah. Right? All the off ramps? Maybe there's mean, that? There's off ramps like the highway's got off ramps. Yeah. Deerfoot and Calgary's got off ramps. Yeah, the Hende has off ramps. Yeah. Maybe not that many. But they're like condensed? Yeah, maybe because they're tighter together. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they decide. So it would be tougher for pe- uh, people merging, maybe? I don't know. This text here, 56789, says the speed depends on the shoulder width, lanes, and separation. There's not much shoulder there. In some parts. Some parts. But Other parts, lots of shoulder. Well, yeah. I don't know. No. That sounds like no. a bad excuse. No, I don't care. Don't care about shoulders. 100 mm-hmm. kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. This text here says uh, people don't merge at 100 or even 80. People yeah. are doing 60 or 70K. That's what slows down the white mud. Well, yeah, a lot of people like slow right down. Some yeah. people like stop. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. People go 60 down the white mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate it. Blow right by them. Oh, they say it wasn't built for those speeds. The length of the merging lanes is not long enough to get to a hundy for some. Oh. Well, that's oh, but cars you, are faster now. As soon they as you were get the on 80s. the merging lane, punch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get to it. Yeah, because it, but but in the eighties, car yeah, like cars go faster now. You can get to a hundred fast. No. Maybe because we have a lot of like semis and stuff rolling out of there. Oh, maybe heavier trucks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever change. Well, I go 100. <laughs> <laughs> At that time in the morning, it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. That time in the morning, yeah. it doesn't. Speed limits don't matter that early. <laughs> That's right. So just keep in mind, the Anthony Ande Bridge is going to be shut down uh, over the weekend. Again, that's that ring, section of Ring Road near Cameron Heights. Closed Friday, 8 p.m. until 6 a.m. on Monday. We've talked about Karen's Diner a number of times. It's an interactive, immersive, and unique dining experience. And guess what? It's coming to Edmonton. Ooh. And now they're hiring. So if you've got some like good, uh, I guess like got, quips. Yeah, you got to be able to have some good zingers. The diner pairs great food and Karen level rudeness. Their words, not mine. And the team is looking to hire servers with those very specific qualities. So in other words, if you're a good server and you have Karen level rudeness, this might be the job for you. Hiring people in Edmonton, the tour is looking for some staff to fill out some of the roles. They say this, quote, quit your boring ass job and apply for for these dream positions. You can find the posting uh, online. Um, They say that you have to be, obviously, multitasker, Mm. good at being busy, and you have to be good at being rude. None of it is good at serving. Oh, yeah, no, you have to be a good server. You got to be a good server. Uh, Karen's Diner is brought to us from the same Alberta-based brands that organizes, like, hidden pop-up experiences all around the world. But this time, the experience you're paying for is a bunch of rude Karens as servers. Where are they popping this up? Yeah. Uh, All the brew house. 
Yeah, it's at the brew house. Oh, they're gonna take over a brew house. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. On our ninth street there. Yeah. Apparently it's just for uh two days on June the twenty fourth and June the twenty fifth, but apparently it's supposed to be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. You're not only gonna enjoy good food and good drinks, but also a lot of rudeness. You also and I don't like this, you may be forced to play games. As the Karen? As the waitress? No, or as, as the as the, the customer. As the customer. Oh. The customer's playing games. Yeah. You might be forced to play some games. How many people are going here to for the fun and the jovialness of it of being, you know, yelled at by your waitress? And how many are going for the crash experience? Because now they feel like they can yell back at their waitress. Oh, right, right. Because there's got to be a lot of that, right? Oh, I would imagine I would think so. so. Is it give and take or is it just take, take, take? I think it's supposed to be take, take, take. It's not supposed to be a... I think it's a little give and take. See, here we go. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't give you I'm the opportunity. Money, young. <laughs> yeah. Also, anyone with... How a, interactive is it? <laughs> also, anyone with the name Karen and the ID to prove it will get a free drink. Oh, hey. So yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Idea. Yeah. So get your friends together, and then you can go experience this. The inside kind of looks like an old school diner, which is pretty cool. So are they going to like quickly redo the inside of the brew house? Yeah. To I make guess. it dinerish? They sure are. Yeah, put up some uh, fake walls and stuff, yeah. maybe. Karen's Diner right now is only going to Toronto, San Francisco, and right here in Edmonton. So, oh, fun. So that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go and check it out. I always feel terrible when I have these stories in the news, but it looks like people just can't... I don't know. The heart wants what the heart wants, and romance scams have been around forever. They got worse during the pandemic, and apparently people are still falling for romance scams. A woman in Toronto says she is now, quote, horrified after losing $95,000 to a romance scam. Ninety-five grand. Now, she went under an alias to protect her identity, so she went by Nancy. She was defrauded of $95,000 in a romance scam by a man who claimed to be living in Singapore. He said he was in love with her and he wanted to borrow some money from her to move to Canada. Now, Nancy said she just went through a divorce and when someone reached out to her through Facebook, she said they made a connection and over time, he said he fell in love with her and she fell head over heels in love with him. Mm. They messaged daily. Nancy said the man sent photos to that claimed he was him. He said, quote, she said, quote, this person said he loved me and he wanted to come to Canada, but he didn't have any money. At first, he said he needed $60,000, which he would pay me back, but then he asked for another thirty-five, and I gave it. He started yeah. with sixty. Yep. Oh, God. Well, for your true love. You start with, like, a G-note, no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wonder how long it takes to before the ask. Like, was this... A month? Was this a year? I, I wish they would have been more specific in this story, because I agree with you. Is it a long game, or is it short? I bet you, you would be horribly shocked on how quick it is. I bet you this probably went on maybe for a month, and you're head over I heels. Wonder, Crash, because I wonder. They just like sink, your cl- sink their claws into uh, like the vulnerable people. And when, when you're vulnerable, someone just has to say all the right stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And they got you. She's been through divorce. She's on the rebound. Yeah. If they just fire off all the right things, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I, I feel loved again. I miss this feeling. Yeah. And they just like, take advantage of it. 
According to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre, romance scam losses in Canada totaled $65 million in 2021 and $59 in 2022. So far this year, they've already topped $13.8 million people have been defrauded of in a romance scam. Suspects will often claim to be in the military or in business, and they really craft their story profile and images to suit whatever story they're giving their victims. Mm -hmm. Signs of a romance scam includes someone declaring their love for you very quickly, very early. Like Crash was just saying, you'd be shocked at how fast it happens. Making excuses to not meet you in person and telling you not to discuss your relationship with other people. Mm -hmm. Some say you may have an online relationship for months before they ask for money. Others say depending on how you respond, they may ask you within weeks. Yeah. And I, this one is shocking where they threw down 60 grand initially. Like I said, I, I would imagine like you start with like, oh, I need a thousand bucks. And right away, you can tell how quick you're going to get money from the person, right? But if it's a thousand, how do you ramp it up then in the future to 60? Like you got to start a little bigger. Oh. Yeah. Also, yeah. This is horrible. I wonder how you decide on a number. I'm like a penny stock guy, though. Start low. Start low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like they must have been talking. Money, because you'd have you'd have to know someone had some money in the bank in order to ask for that amount. Uh huh. I guess they were talking finances through their friendly love. Yeah, probably on the sly they do it, and what comes back is shocking. They're like, "Wow, you are willing to share a lot of info." Oh, this text here five six seventy nine says, "Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm fifty one years old. I'm a widow." Yeah. I've had these DMs from people who quote found my profile interesting, and I and I look kind or interesting to talk to. Oh. Oh, please don't. Yeah, just watch out. Block them. Oh, it's awful. So this woman is out $95,000, and they say once the the money is sent, it's almost impossible to ever get it back. Mm -hmm. If you authorize the transfers, the banks will say it's your fault. Mm. Are they specifically hunting out uh, widows, widowers, recently divorced? I would imagine there's probably bots that yeah. just scan like Facebook, Instagram pages, social media pages, and they just pull all those keywords, and then all those accounts are thrown into a database of just these yeah. are the vulnerable people. When is like when could you if you if you knew uh, uh, Donna was recently widowed? <gasps> yeah. When could you if you're the scammer? Yeah. Like when do you sink your claws? When do you make your move? Because you got to wait a bit of time. Uh, sometimes get get on it fresh. I think you're going hot. Going hot? Because those emotions are still yeah, high? Yeah. Give, give Donna a digital hug. And you're probably messaging a thousand people. Oh, And yeah. hoping, like, just you're just throwing a wide net to see who gets back to you. When it's, I doubt it's an actual person doing the initial contact. Yeah. It's probably just a bot thrown out so many general uh, comments, and then some people get back. Yeah. And right away, boom, there's one. There's another, there's yeah. another, there's Once another. One of their line lands a fish. Yeah, yeah. Someone real hops on. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't just happening with seniors. Uh, they say they're also seeing it with young people as well. They start off as romance scams, and then they turn into investment scams. So normally, it, like some sort of Bitcoin. Crypto bros. Crypto bros. Mm. Um, emergencies. People need money for emergencies, hospital bills, or to travel to see you. Mm-hmm. And it's all fake. It's all fake, fake, fake. Hang on to your cash. As for Nancy. She says she's devastated that she lost all of her money and she's embarrassed it happened. Looking back, she says she believes her emotions allowed her to be caught in this trap, saying, quote, you almost feel like you've been brainwashed. That's how you feel. And now your brain is clearing and you saying this is all fake. This is all a lie. You almost can't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's going to get worse, too, right? 
because we always say, especially in Nancy's situation, sounds like a FaceTime call would uh, nip this in the bud right away. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as we move into like with the uh, filters getting better and better, AI deep stuff. fake technology. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like FaceTime's not going to matter. No, because you'll be like, I don't know. I'm talking to the person. Yeah. I see them right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, they're saying exactly yeah. what I want them to they say. They look like the picture they sent. Oh, Very no. attractive, by yeah. the way. This text here, 56789, <laughs> says, please keep me anonymous, but I know someone who's being scammed right now. She's going to go bankrupt, and there's no convincing her otherwise. We've done tons of shows on that where oh, yeah, like even family members, parents, grandparents, sisters, brothers, whatever. They're like, I, we keep telling them as a family, like yeah. you're being scammed and they're just too far into it. They say supposedly this person's with a military guy who, quote, has billions of dollars tied up in an FBI thing. Oh, and FBI. this person FBI, believes FBI, it. FBI, though. They say it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, like, especially like a story like that. Like, that's so outlandish. Millions would have been fine. Yeah, but billions. billions. <laughs> <laughs> because once you've given uh, a FBI guy 20 grand yeah. and now your sister telling you it's a lie, if it's a lie... Then you lost. Then you threw that money away for nothing. Yeah. But if you can keep convincing yourself, there's a chance. Yeah. There's money well spent. Yeah. You're gonna make yourself believe that there is a thirty percent chance they're real. Yeah. Teresa says my mom fell for a romance scam in 2016, and it was horrible for the family. Mm. Oh man. Well, yeah, because everyone tries telling you that it's not legit. Yeah. And then when it finally blows up and you're scammed. Now you're now you're just like so embarrassed, right? Well, yeah, and it you're could devastated. Be your retirement money, mm. your retirement. But money. But even just like coming back to your family and being like, "Yeah, you guys were you're, right." Like that's mm-hmm. tough. That's that is t- tough. Yeah. It's After tough like maybe sure. it went on years of your family telling you like you're dumb. What are you doing? Sure. This is not real. Sure. You're being scammed. Sad. Mm-hmm. All right, a couple of food stories for you guys. So first of all, we always talk about like a little some food hacks that happen, and some of them go viral. This one, even though it seems bizarre, I think you guys should try it and let me know because it has gone totally viral um, on like TikTok. Here's what it is: get yourself a McFlurry from McDonald's and two hash browns, and make yourself a McFlurry hash brown sandwich. Hmm. That's right. People on social media have been putting McFlurry ice cream of all flavors. It doesn't matter which one your favorite in between two hash browns and then eating it. And they're saying that it is the most delectable thing you will try this year. So it's like an ice cream sandwich with hash browns. That's correct. Yeah. Now, people have been dunking fries Mm. into their Wendy's Frosties for years. So this kind of just seems like a bit of a sophisticated upgrade of that. Yeah. But people say it is delicious. I do like to treat myself every couple of years to one ice cream sandwich. You uh-huh. do. You have yes. been a good boy. <laughs> uh, and I really enjoy them. But uh, this, although I enjoy McDonald's hash brown, why, why would this not be bad? Apparently it's delicious. Uh, I love an ice cream sandwich. I love a hash brown. I love McFlurry. I, th- I, don't, I, don't, I don't see this being better than just an ice cream sandwich. Because the best part of the ice cream sandwich isn't the ice cream. It's the cookie. It's that cookie. It's that soft, chewy cookie. Yeah, it's a very specific cookie. But fries and ice cream is delicious together. So perhaps maybe making your own hash brown ice cream sandwich might be delicious. Are you letting the browns cool? Uh, no. Are you slapping it on hot? It doesn't say. I think they you just get it and you put it all together. When you look at the photos, the McFlurry looks like it's melting fast. Because that's also an issue too, though. You want it to be stable. Yeah. One, your hash brown would be hot. And they're best hot. Yeah. God, I love a good hash brown in the morning. I could eat probably five. I could eat five right now. I sometimes order two, and I feel like I'm being judged. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, they don't. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. I agree, though. Sometimes if I want to, I feel like they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Because sometimes they repeat it. They're like, and an extra hash brown. Like, like, yes. Yes. An extra hash brown. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm bringing one home for someone. <laughs> you upsize that McGriddle combo. What comes with two, baby? Oh, my God, does it? Yeah. <gasps> Supersize that bad boy. Oh, oh. yeah. That big coffee. Get that mm. second brown. Mmm. Well, give that a shot. Get a McFlurry and a couple of hash browns and oh. let me know how it goes. Also, mm. there's some first timers in the app hearing Crash say hash brown for the first time. Oh, hash, right. It's stupid. <laughs> what? Hash brown? Mm. You, you, it's like a. Uh, you're heavy on the brown. You're heavy on the brown. Hash brown? Hash brown. Hash brown. <laughs> Sometimes, like, you do things, I'm like, he's doing this, like, this is on purpose. <laughs> But then this, it rolls I off. I know. No, it just the way he talks. It just hash brown. Hey, hash brown. Our boys learning to walk. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do when I go to McDonald's. I'll be like, I'll get a breakfast meal with an extra hash brown. <laughs> no, you still went heavy on the brown. Hash brown. Hash brown. <laughs> you say it like a question. Hash brown. What's the other one that he does? He hash just... brown. He has a lot. It's yeah, always you do. the. I don't think we need to go into this. <laughs> <laughs> hash brown. Well, what is it? Hash brown. Hash brown. Hash brown. You go hash brown. Hash brown? Hash brown. Hash brown. Well, I'm saying at the same speed as you. It's not the speed, buddy. It's the brown. <laughs> yeah, it's the brown. I'm hitting the B too hard? No, you're hitting the... You're the go- whole word brown. The inflection goes up. <laughs> hash brown. Hash brown. Hash brown? Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. All right, another food news. If you're one of those easy people who claims that they will eat any pizza, well, this might test your limits. Pizza Hut in Japan has a new limited time menu item, and it is called Wiener Coffee Pizza. Ooh. It comes topped with coffee sauce and cream cheese. It features a crust lined with wiener sausages or hot dogs, and it also comes with a can of whipped cream on top to add it to the pizza that you're gonna love. Wow! Yes. Well, that is a time. <laughs> There's a lot going on. on There's that a lot pizza. going on on that pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a bit of a joke. Like Wiener coffee is how some Germans refer to Viennese coffee. It's a sweet coffee with chocolate and whipped cream. But I guess some people took this literally. And here's your Wiener coffee pizza. Wasn't there a pizza chain in Canada that did like Wiener slices along the crust of the pizza? Like was that like a like a pizza? Oh, I we did cover that one. Maybe hey, we were getting crazy with the crust for a while. Yeah, yeah we were. Yeah, there was a lot crust. going in there. Yeah, yeah. But I, these are just like wieners laid out. They're not like slices. Yeah, I think you were talking about there was like a pigs in a blanket crust almost. Kind of like yeah. wrapped wieners. Yeah, 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 yeah. This pizza looks terrible. Would you never try it? Well, I mean, I don't want to be rude. Right. Yeah, like. Okay, so you get the whipped cream. You get like a can of whipped cream. Yeah, everyone is saying that it's barf. It does. Like up close, looks disgusting. The whipped cream is throwing me. I think you get drunk and then you eat this. I don't. I think I'd vomit. (laughs) (laughs) What are they? What are they dumping on it? Coffee? It's a coffee cream. That's the sauce. That's the the brown sauce. Yeah. So it's like it's topped with coffee sauce and cream cheese. And then it features a crust lined with uh, hot dogs or wiener sausages. And then it comes with a can of whipped cream and you add the whipped cream as you like. Because there's, I got a picture of in the app there and they've got it like with the whipped cream on top, a nice big dollop. And then what looks like they're just pouring coffee on the pizza. Oh, I put a picture Crash, of, what the hell's that? That's what it actually looks like. Someone ordered it and took a picture. This is with uh, everything that uh, they're including. There's whipped cream. Oh, there's a little wiener. That's disgusting. There's the coffee that's stuff. That's so gross. That looks disgusting in person. Yeah, that's pretty gross. 
Like, imagine you order it based on the photo, and you're like, all right, we'll get get wild, and then that shows up. This text here, 5679, says, in Italy, they have a Canadian pizza that has hot dogs and fries on it. Hmm. I'm like, um, no, that's not what we eat, but okay. Are those little tiny, are they like Vienna wieners? Yes. Um, so are cocktail wieners? Cocktail wieners. Are they good? <laughs> Robbie's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you like them, Robbie? I love them. Yes. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever had one. I don't think I have either. Although, I think, like, even with the last story, I think the secret menu stuff is totally getting in a hand now. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it is wild. Like, how desperate are we for new food and wow. new tastes, oh, you know? We're, we're desperate, yeah, yeah. Robbie. You're <laughs> so it, desperate. Does, does, a little, flavors, <laughs> does a little cocktail wiener actually taste like just a regular, like, generic wiener? Or yeah. does it have a, a different taste? It's kind of like more like a breakfast sausage, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, which ain't too bad. Are they canned? Yeah, do you eat them out of the can? You can, yeah. Do you warm Ugh. them up? Yeah, usually you toss them in the microwave for a few seconds. Uh, usually you have them with baked beans. Interesting. I was actually going to oh. buy a can the other day. I ended up, I, I don't know why, I was down the can aisle. And I'm like, ah, oh. and I stood there for probably way far too long looking at these uh, little cans of wieners. I'm yep. like, I've never had one in my life. Maybe I would like these. Maybe you would. And I was going to buy one. And then I thought, uh, no, I mustn't. <laughs> <laughs> you were just a wild man in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> well, the price, they were like a couple bucks. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, <it> makes sense. <laughs> All right. A new report found that bad behavior on airplanes is still happening and it's happening more and more. As a matter of fact, there was one unruly passenger incident for every 568 flights worldwide last year mm. one every 568 flights that's up by the way it used to be one in every 835 oh, flights way up yeah it's way up that was just last year by the way verbal abuse and drunk people are two of the main culprits but not following the airlines rules ranks number one hmm. now the most common types of non-compliance are number one Smoking or vaping on board? Yeah, don't. That's I, like, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. And it's been decades, right? Since people could smoke on a plane. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's not like you're just on like the the little fringe time here, right? Yeah, like it's been a very long time yeah. since you could smoke. Refusing to keep your seatbelt on. Baggage issues like getting caught with a carry on you didn't pay for. Mm. Drinking booze that you bought at the duty free store. That's next oh, on the yeah. list as well. Well, yeah. They're begging for it. Well, yeah, they're letting the, the yeah. booze comes on the plane. Yeah, like I have a whole bottle <laughs> right there. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What do they? But that's not a turn the plane around situation, right? That's just a we'll deal with you when we get there? Probably. Or does it escalate now, though, until because now they're arguing with you, you can't have your booze? I would imagine six drinks in because you've been drinking the entire time. Can they confiscate your booze? Well, remember we were traveling once we bought booze and they didn't let us have it. Remember you had to pick it up on that little cart as you exited the plane. But I think like uh, with international stuff, sometimes I think you get it as you go on the plane and you stuff it all in there. You stuff it up on top. Because yeah, some flights you get it when you leave the plane. Right. I would be terrified if somebody was being unruly on a flight. Oh, it'd be the worst. I, I would be. I'd be really yeah. scared. I don't want to hear screaming. I don't want to hear crying. Yeah. 9-11 had a huge impact on me. Like, if I saw somebody trying to, like, start a ruckus while yeah. we were in the air, mm. I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. I think I'd lose my mind. Yeah, I'd just be worried about them landing the plane. Yeah, not I'd, at our destination. Yeah. I want to get to my destination and get it uh, get it according to schedule. Do not delay me. Would you forego uh, alcohol on planes 
for everyone for the rest of your life yeah. if you knew that you'd have the 100% chance of no. reaching your CIA. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> really? I'll, I'll take my chances. <laughs> for real? Oh, drinking in the sky is the best. It's I mean, the it, best. Is, it is the best. I agree. But if it means that I'm not going to have an unruly passenger... Yeah, yeah but, but we look how many flights that we've done. We've we've been good. The odds are pretty good, and uh, you love that wine on the plane. That's okay, well, we, I don't love it. Well, I enjoy it. The people serving it are like, "Wow, you love this wine, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> we do hear a lot of stories. And I start with champagne. Yeah, but I've never ever encountered that. Samesies, never. I I don't recall anyone even shouting on a plane unless it was like a good time Vegas flight. That's the only time. That you've ever seen somebody like get drunk and unruly on a flight? Sure, yeah. Not even unruly, just people like shouting. Just Ronnie, causing trouble. Yeah. You've done a bit of traveling, bud. Have you yeah, ever I've seen been. anybody uh, like get uh, unruly on a flight? Yeah, funny enough, <laughs> they always seem to happen near the front of the plane. So it's always the business oh. class or the first class Ronnie. that always seems to have issues. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, remember, I remember vividly walking off the plane one day. And this dude was zip tied to his chair. Oh my god! Oh my god. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you remember that? Like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a loud one on the plane you that had, you could remember. I think it was one of those where he kind of went to the bar beforehand uh, the plane, and they zip tied him. Yeah. Wow. Had you heard uh, what caused the zip tying, or did you? What well, you were surprised to find him there as you were exiting? I, I was kind of surprised, like. It, it, they did an announcement being yeah. like, we're having some issues up front, but uh, please, everyone stay in their seats. We got this under control. Yeah. Me just thinking it's some turbulence or something. So I had no idea. And then you walk by and the curtains open. And you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wasn't putting up a fight, but I can imagine what it took to get him. I bet. Yeah. And what he did to get zip, uh, yeah. zip tied. Wow. Hmm. I, I would I would lose my mind if I saw somebody like trying to fight on a plane. Mm. I honestly would. Mm hmm. And also, how embarrassed are you if everybody's, like, uh, getting off the plane and you're sitting there zip-tied to your seat? Well, I don't think you're... I don't think you care about that at that point. I think if you were willing to raise a giant stink to get you zip-tied, I don't think you're caring about what people think. Okay, let's do this. 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Have you ever seen, um, like, someone being unruly on a flight? An unruly passenger, an unruly situation. Even, I mean, maybe it didn't result in like Rami seeing somebody zip tied to their, to oh, their seat. I want zip tied, hog tied. Uh-huh. But did you like, tape. did you like stand up for a second? Like, cause I would imagine that there would be some passengers that would be like, I'll take this guy. Like, I know Crash would probably be like, what's going on? Just looking for a fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. He would get Train in there. For this. You would. You would jump in there. I know you would. This I'm is the first class only bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Whack, whack. <laughs> do you help? Or does the like does the flight crew know what to do? I'll be like, don't worry. Air Marshal here. Uh-oh. Oh, God. You can't yell that. I can't say that. And with this, mm-hmm. look at this, <laughs> but you, air marshal. You also don't want to just because someone's uh, being a jerk. Yeah, doesn't mean it has to go all the way to ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want it because once you start throwing punches, like that plane's it going to land. Quick. It's yeah. going to land. Oh yeah. yeah. People are arrested. It's it, the plane is grounded for a couple hours. Have you guys seen somebody like way overserved on a flight? Mm-hmm. Or you can tell sometimes them getting on the flight that they look oh that they're going to be a we, time and that's another thing we all enjoy airport beers yeah but you, you gotta, gotta you know know your limit stay mm-hmm. within it yeah sure yeah yeah 
Yeah, or just shut up. When especially too, like if you're rolling onto a flight that's been delayed after delay after delay. Yes. People are getting drunk. And then they're angry. And they're angry because it's been delayed yeah, after delay so they get delay. on already with a massive chip on their shoulder, plus they're drunk. So, good luck. Oh, man. All mm. right, maybe you've been the unruly passenger. Is anybody willing to call to say that you were zip-tied to a seat? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. <laughs> sure. I mean, Yolo. it happens. Things get weird when you're up there. Yolo. They do. We've, done, we've had stories where you automatically feel, some people feel like crying when they're that high. Mm-hmm. Not high on drugs, but high flying. Yeah, pressure does things to people. It does. All right. Have you witnessed an unruly passenger? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. We were talking in the news about this story that a new report found that bad behavior on planes is still happening and it's happening more and more. The report found that one in 68 flights worldwide had an unruly passenger incident last year. That's up from one in 835 just from the year before. So that's like a giant increase. Mm hmm giant increase. Now, some of the common types of non-compliance are smoking or vaping on the plane, refusing to keep your seatbelt on, baggage issues like getting caught with a carry-on that you didn't pay for or is too big, and drinking booze that you bought at the duty-free. Mm-hmm. Are you, when you're an unruly passenger, are you flying solo? Or are you causing this scene like in front of your wife and kids? Well, based on uh, some of the messages coming in and some of the calls coming in, uh, we're going to find out, Jim. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, okay. We're going to start with Anonymous here. <laughs> All right. All right, Anonymous. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story. Uh, Anonymous, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hi, we're good. Um, according to my screen, it looks like uh, your partner turned out to be the unruly one, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was coming back uh, from a flight from Mexico, the all-inclusive, right? So, yeah. Already getting on the flight with a few too many. Yeah. Uh, trying to get them into the taxi just to, uh, you know, get on the plane to leave was, uh, was a hassle. Oh, so, we finally no. get to the airport. Yeah. And I realized, like, this guy isn't even wearing shoes. <gasps> but here we go. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, so Let's see if we can line, make it through. Yeah. We're in line trying to get our porting, boarding passes, and uh, he's yelling out, like, I came here to party. Like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm like, you better calm down. Like, we are get- I will leave without you. We better right? get on this flight. Um, so then, sure, like, sure enough, they made us go buy him some shoes from whatever little store they had there in Mexico at the airport. So yeah. we get him some flip-flops on, get him through security and everything. He's, you know, I'm trying to keep him calm. And one of, as we're trying to get in line to board, he hysterically starts crying. I'm like, oh no. What? And he's like, I just can't leave. (laughs) Oh my God. You should have just left him in Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, we're in Mexico. He just couldn't leave. He's just loving it. He's just having uh, a great time. Yeah, and at this point, I'm like, I, I can't even associate with this. Like, I gotta go. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we do. We get to the gate there, like, to get on the plane, and the, they're checking our passes. And then one of the ladies there pulls me aside and says, are you, like, are you okay to handle this? Or do we need to kind of bring, escort this guy off the plane? <laughs> and you're like, I'll be okay. I'll, I can handle this. I think I got it under control. So they do let him on. Wow. And he gets on, and as he's walking down the aisle to find his seat, he yells, where are my dogs at? And uh, then... You know, he thinks the party still continues. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, like, no, you don't. You think we've in Mexico, people understand this, right? Like, they're probably had a few drinks, too, in their sure. system. So they're laughing and egging him on. Oh, like, oh no. <laughs> you're like, please stop. You have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he does. I get him in his seat, and 
buckle the seatbelt up and just instantly passed out for the whole flight back to Edmonton. Oh my God, God. did you luck out big Thank time. God. Because oh, that could have been the yeah. worst flight ever. Oh, it could have. So we weren't zip tied to the seat like this other person, <laughs> but I'm I'm sure he probably wasn't far off had he not passed out. Wow, he just had a great time in Mexico and didn't want it to end. Yeah, yeah, and he was looking for his dogs on the plane to continue that party home. <laughs> have you traveled with him like that since? We have, yeah. We've been to uh, Cuba, and uh, luckily not the same thing on our Perfect. flight home. Luckily, he uh, did want to re- repeat. Um, well, that's good. When that's he good. when he came to after when we were almost back in Edmonton, he just looked at me and he just knew. He looked at. He's like, "What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what a story. I have a story. He's looking, he's like, whose shoes are these? Like, I don't know. <laughs> shoes are these? <laughs> Am I home? <laughs> what Holy is this? Yeah. What a story. Thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. No worries. Thanks. Have okay. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that could have ended horribly. Yeah. Oh. He's lucky they let him yeah. on the plane. So, Ginge, that, that answers your question. They're it not doesn't have to be solo. Lone wolves. <laughs> he's lucky he had her. Yeah. Also, I wonder what time you can fly out um, leaving the resort. You can leave at 8 a.m. or you can leave at 8 p.m. Yeah. I wonder what time their flight was. Mm. He was looking for his dogs. (laughs) He's like, no dogs. (laughs) You do not acknowledge him. And I love how people are still in party mode. They're like, this guy's awesome. (laughs) He gets it. (laughs) And you're like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Andrea, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, oh, we're good. good. Um, your flight uh, had mad delays, right? Yeah, it was just uh, not <laughs> super fun. We were all trying to go down to Arizona, and it was just a delay after delay, and ended up being about 12 and a half hours. Oh, oh gosh. God. That sucks. And like with the 12 and a half hour delay, you're just yeah. sitting at the airport. You're probably just drinking, right? Oh. So, uh, oh, sorry, Andrea. Sorry, Andrea. You completely oh. cut out there. So you're so you're in Arizona. It's delay after delay, and then what happened? You're heading to. Oh, sorry. We're headed to from Edmonton, okay. and people were just drinking nonstop. And so when the plane finally arrived, people were trying to sit down, but the uh, airline was pulling people off for being too intoxicated. Wow. Really. Oh, yeah, at least 10 people got pulled. 10 people? people? How drunk was everybody? Oh, it was bad. And they they weren't going quietly either. Probably added an extra hour delay. Oh, man. Because they were ripping people off the plane. Like, were people falling down and just lipping off? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, Holy cow. I guess you get a 12-hour delay. What are you going to do? Well, I drink, but <laughs> man. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, thanks, Andrea. Thanks, Andrea. No worries. Have a good day, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ten people escorted off the flight. That's you, tough. What are you going to do? Not commit a federal crime on an airplane? <laughs> like, what, 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 my hands are tied. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> wow. Brew house is open. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, Lori, Hello. Hello, guys. Hey. Hi. Um, you you went to Cuba. Um, did you have some unruly passengers? Oh my goodness. We our flight was at midnight, and we our hotel like we had to be out by noon of our hotel, but it was like we couldn't leave. And so some of the people in our resort were like really, really drinking already, mm-hmm. and they um, they were like really bad and then on the bus going to the going to the airport they were drinking beer because they have beer on the bus 
And so once we got in, got settled onto the plane and were up in the air, they, these group of guys, they were so bad. They were trying to light their cigars on the plane. Oh, oh gosh. No. <laughs> the stewardess kept having to take take them away and everything and then they were taking off their flip-flops and sticking them on the seats and in people's face and this one guy was like running his toes through this lady's hair oh i would have lost my mind oh so gross and they were so bad that the stewardesses couldn't do anything but deal with them so when we got to toronto they there was a whole bunch of security waiting at the gate and they came in and escorted them all off the oh plane. good well yeah good yeah. It was so bad, though. Like, there was so much stuff. There was flip-flops all over the place on the plane. There was, like, all this stuff that they had. Like, Were other passengers Cuba. chiming in, too, to be like, what are you guys doing? Or did everyone kind of just stay quiet and keep to themselves? Well, there were some that were kind of chiming in, like, woo, Cuba, you know, like having fun with it. But a lot of us were just kind of sitting there going, wow. Yeah, yeah. you're like, like, oh, no, delays are coming. That's a long flight. That's a long flight. Were they wearing bedazzled jeans? No. Okay. Just it would have been fun if they were, though, right? Yeah, yeah. not okay. the same passengers, man. All right, just wondering. Just wondering. Yeah. All right, okay, thanks, Lori. They were wearing shorts and everything, too, and it was winter time, and they were... Like, they didn't care. They had flip-flops yeah. and shorts and oh. everything coming back to Canada in the winter. But, oh, yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, they're in full vacation mode still. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. boy. laughs> All right. Thanks, Lori. Take care, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Debbie, it sounds like Lori, too. Like, the when you see some, some jackasses, some real bad apples, mm-hmm. up to no good, you assume uh, the fellow travelers are just upset as you are. And when you look around and then you see them like cheering them on, yeah. I go, damn it. Oh, no. No, 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 Oh, I'd be so. Uh, if someone put their toes in my hair, oh, that I is, think I'd be the one being arrested. That is nasty. That is so nasty. Just or the, your hair in, tangled through their toes. A flip flop in my face. I would yank that flip flop out of your hand and I would slap you repeatedly over mm. the face with it's it. Lighting cigars. Yeah. There was a time. When you could smoke on a plane, and I feel like that was a very fancy time. That was way before our time. Well, yeah, when before did it I was stop. I, th- I think early, I think late eighties actually, didn't it? Yeah, like know. it's been a long time. Yeah. Like I've never experienced it. No, but I feel like it is fancy. But if you do it nowadays, no, you trash. <laughs> <laughs> domestic, yes. domestic U.S. February twenty fifth. 1990. 90. 90 okay. US. It's been 33 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. It's been a bit, there's been some time. <laughs> uh, James, what happened on your flight to Jamaica? Yeah, we were headed to Jamaica, you know, right after COVID finally let go and we had our chances to escape. And nice. We like, my wife and I like to travel like you people. We're in first class and uh, we're waiting to board. I don't, and I, my back group- hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. No, I get it, James. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're waiting to board, and you know how you pre-board. And uh, the couple that was in front of us had been, uh, let's say, well-established before they got in line. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to jump on, jump in front of everybody, and being kind of really in line. Oh no! They finally, you know, they pre-board us. We were seated seated in front of them. They get seated behind us, and I can hear them chirping the. Uh, uh, can we order drinks yet? Can we do this? And you know, nobody's even on the plane yet. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And then uh, she, she, the the woman in the group was saying, well, "Why are they in front of us? Didn't we have the best seats and so on?" And oh god, it was and, just one thing after another. Just a lot of yeah. a lot of complaining. 
a lot of complaint in the attendant goes by well what's your seat numbers he says, this is it. well that's just not, that's the seats you're assigned to so unfortunately you need to stay there right so, yeah so we so we finally taxi out they start coming around with the drink cart they get their three or four drinks into them and I hear one of them passed out already <laughs> good you're that's like for the thank best. god yeah, yeah that's yeah. for the best they are out Oh yeah, and it, and it was it was a magical flight after that, but it was just nonstop verbal abusing and cheap and chirping for like an hour and a half straight. Oh what my gosh, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that's terrible. That is right. terrible. Okay, thanks, James. Thanks, James. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, yeah, it's it's hot, and a heat dorm dome has now formed over Alberta, prompting widespread weather warnings and the activation of the city of Edmonton's extreme weather response, and that is uh, exactly what's going on right now with this heat. And it's an upper ridge in the jet stream, and it's going to be warm for the next couple of days. Mm. So just keep that in mind. Uh, temperatures are going to reach about 29 degrees or higher during the day, and we are not going to drop below 14 degrees Celsius overnight so that's why we're under a heat dome and they are they did ask us yesterday because of the electricity grid alert as well they declared a grid alert at about 349 in the afternoon yesterday due to the hot temperatures and low wind combined with an unplanned generator outage oh so they asked everybody to conserve electricity i don't know if anybody did do does anyone like it's not like i turned off my air conditioning I guess you just don't do laundry that night. Well, I right. did. Oh, yeah, I made sure to do laundry and I <laughs> <Yeah>. threw pot roast. <laughs> Basically, they say turn off your unnecessary lights, electrical appliances, minimize the use of your air conditioning, delay major power consuming appliances such as washers, dryers, dishwashers until after peak hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like I, I get you can put off your laundry, you yeah. can do dishes tomorrow, but like this is why I bought an air conditioner. Yeah, for this yeah. exact reason. exactly, and they ain't cheap. Yeah, delay charging your electric vehicles. Whoopsies. <laughs> uh, limit the use of kitchen or bathroom ventilation fans. Does that take a lot of electricity? Well, I think it's just anything. It's every little bit. Yeah. Helps. Okay. Just, I guess I shouldn't have taken up welding yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was curious. Right? Now, it's uh, hard to say on whether or not they're going to call for the same emergency electricity grid today, but I guess just watch the news. Mm. It was declared yesterday at 3 49 so this is kind of a cool story um darko birkin's morning took an unusual turn yesterday the north edmonton resident had just dropped his children off at school and returned home to work at around 9 a.m when he saw in his neighborhood a couple of visitors he said quote there were some ducks walking down the street which isn't unusual we do have some ponds he said i thought they were just regular ducks but as I got closer to them, I realized they were all white oh. and their wings look small. Mm. It's when it clicked in that these are not regular ducks, but they might be somebody's pets. So he immediately snapped up some photos of the ducks and posted them on the Facebook group Northside Hub in hopes of finding the owner. And while he waited for a response, apparently him and the ducks became very good friends. <laughs> Cute ducks. <laughs> they are good looking ducks. When you think duck... This yeah, is it. You do think that? Yeah. That's pretty cute. It's a movie duck. Yeah, oh yeah. Because they're white, and they're and they're like they're not like your normal Alberta brown sure. and mallard ducks. Gross mallards. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Uh, a side Woof. note: um, Are these the ducks that are like? Mm. No, these aren't the yum yum ducks. What should, a, they, what should eating ducks? <laughs> yeah, what's a good eating duck? I, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna live in my fantasy oh, okay, that these are okay. nice ducks. Yeah. <laughs> 
by the way, by noon, the birds were reunited with the owner. Apparently, they were just relaxing in the grass. Neighbors came by and gave them oats. Did they just get out? Like, they're like, I'm free because they are eating they slaughter ducks? They're like, please don't send us back. Did they catch word of what's going to happen? <laughs> well, they didn't really say. Apparently, a lot of people expressed interest in taking the ducks. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. People wanted like to take them. Uh, he wanted proof that they were the ducks. He said at that point they found the owners, who was extremely happy to have them back. He put them in a Tupperware container and loaded them up in his truck and went home. He put them in a roasting pan <laughs> while he's licking his no, lips. He <laughs> oh, good, you found my ducks. Um, Ginge and Mars and Rami, I'm going to post something on the app. I don't here. want to see it. Do I want to see it? Well, no, I just I quickly Googled best type of duck to eat. Yes. Uh-oh. Oh, look is at the, the look at this duck. It's, it's that those duck. ducks. Oh no! <laughs> the is it the Peking duck? Pecking duck? Peking. Peking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Oh boy! Is it because of their weird tongue? I don't know. <laughs> or like they need to go. Apparently, uh, Birkin said when he found where the owner's acreage is located, he realized the ducks made quite a trek to get to the neighborhood. Apparently, they crossed the Anthony Hande, all six of them. Wow. Well, the will Co- to live is strong, Mars. Coyotes didn't get to them. They traveled several kilometers to that cul-de-sac. I would have never have thought to think that these were somebody's pets. Yeah, I mean, either. I don't think I put that together. I wouldn't no, put it together. No, I'd be like, oh, there's some random ducks. Yeah. Like, oh, these are ducks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo ducks, get out of here. Yeah, when you see anything like that, you're just like, I don't know, they're random ducks that are uh, just moving across. So now the big question is, why did the ducks cross the Anthony Hende? hey uh, apparently, the news has reached out to the owner of the ducks for comments, and they are staying mum. I bet they are. Are they not allowed to have the ducks in the city? I don't know. They're not saying anything. Well, because they lived out of the city, though. The, oh, the ducks' house, or farm, yeah. probably, or slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse, was outside the city. Oh, yeah. boy. The ducks made an incredible journey to, yeah. try and, uh, to try and survive, but they went right back to where they will know they will surely be mm-hmm. oh there's no anyway. way they're, well, maybe they're just like and the description I found Mars is the duck meat is known for its mild satisfying flavor that easily adapts to a number of cuisines Ooh, yeah. oh. it has a lighter flesh and milder flavor than either moulard or muscovy duck and oh. is considered perfect for the whole roasting I don't know I had duck once I, I didn't I didn't think it was great I hope their meat isn't ruined by that journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want too much muscle remember that time I found that baby duck and you wouldn't let me keep it yeah I was pretty mad at you over that. The duck belongs in nature. (laughs) You do not hold it captive because its mother is probably like, where's my baby? Well, it it was alone in the middle of the road. Wow, the mother was probably in the pond behind the houses in the bush. She's a a bad mom then. She should have came back to get her baby. No one just has one baby. That thing was abandoned. That's what I thought. And you just left it? Crash wouldn't let me take it home. You you killed it. I know. It was a death sentence. I know. We got into a big fight over it. I don't think so. It would have died if we brought it in the house. I should have just grabbed it. The cats I was, would I have been like, yay. It, I wasn't going to bring it into the house. We had three cats at that point. We did. <laughs> you know, just put it in the lake. You killed no, that duck. No, it was in the West End. In West End. There was Drive no lake. Drive it out to the lake. No. <laughs> you killed that duck. If I bring it out to the lake and then, boom, an eagle comes by. Oh. You ever seen one baby duck by itself? No. Because they don't live. <laughs> Neither did that one. No, I know. I was I, so upset. I feel like we gave it a chance by not touching it. You also got mad at me when I kept that dog that I found. Well, yeah, because we were going to Mexico the next day. Yeah, I found a dog. <laughs> you know what you I then? love doing the night before we fly out early in the morning? Holding on to a dog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then animal control wouldn't take it. No, nobody would take it. So what did you do with the dog? Well, I sat in the I sat in my garage with it, and then uh, 
just sat there and an owner came by. Well, we drank with the neighbors. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then like, a couple hours later, uh, finally someone came crying down the road and took their dog. Well, that system works. You know, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but what if it didn't? What, we, what would we have done with the dog? I don't know. We had to go. We were on a fight the next morning. Set it frag free. Cut yeah. a bag of food and leave it in the garage? No, we would have set it free. See in seven. <laughs> See in seven. <laughs> Remember to water the plants. <laughs> All right. Rawr. All right, get ready, Edmonton. You'll soon be able to check out two massive new water slides at West Edmonton Mall this month. The new slides were announced earlier this year, and now they've announced they're opening sometime this month. And apparently, it's going to be cool. These bucket list-worthy slides will be 50 feet tall, 450 feet long, featuring winding corners and transparent and color-changing sections. The new water slides will be in addition to the 17 already there, and uh, they're saying visitors are going to love these bad boys. So go and check those out. Are they considered more extreme than what they currently have? Because they got like that drop, that trap that drops, the trap drawer that like fires you straight down. Yeah, they're like, just that's like, pretty extreme, they're, right? They're not extreme. They're, like all. kids can go on these. And they just twist. Ah. They just got some new, uh, yeah, some new, new slides going colorful. in Colorful. Yeah. I think what's cool is what's inside maybe is that makes them a little different. Marzi mentioned the color changing. Yeah. Because like mm. the slides themselves are. They're just slides. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be fun. List. It's nice to see something new. Sure. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's nice. All right. For those of you who are fans of Chapters and Indigo, I got some business hot gossip for you guys. So, you know, when you go into Chapters and you see the books at the front and it says Heather's pick? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got it's got the picks of certain people. Heather's is usually the one that you see the most of. Well, the reason being and the reason why it's Heather's picks Uh is because Heather Reisman is the founder of the Canadian retailer Indigo, and she announced just yesterday she's stepping down as the company's executive chairperson. Oh, my God. She said she's out, and as she did, the majority of the staff quit with her. What? The majority of the staff? Following her decisions, four other members of Indigo's board said, oh, yeah, the management. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, no. (laughs) On a local level, everyone's like, No, not on the local level. Uh, Said that they were also stepping down. Everybody said that they're out. Oh, are they worried about who's coming in? Is that why? The, uh, What's the hot gossip on that? Who is it? I don't know. Yeah, I. They, Elon they're not saying, Musk. No, they're not. <laughs> Elon Musk. What, of, what of the picks? What of what of the Heather's picks? Heather's picks looks like oh, they'll probably be gone because she's gone now too. Hmm. Could they bring it to you a local level where the manager gets to pick? Well, that's what. Remember the uh, rental stores used to do. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. You find your favorite employee, see what they were liking. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was fun. Did you have something to talk with her about? <laughs> right? That's how we all I think so. those pick yeah, sections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so four of them all stepped down as well. So it looks like you're not going to see those Heather's picks at Indigo anymore. She did say, though, that she firmly believes that Indigo is the best business in Canada, and she'll be rooting for the company after spending 25 years building it. Uh, dumb question. Indigo chapters, two different companies, or the same company? Same uh, same company. It's all the same. It's all called Indigo now, uh, too. Yeah, that's right. Mm. You might remember, though, Indigo's had a little bit of a bumpy road. Health Canada recalled th- uh, thousands of items sold at Indigo earlier this year, and the chain was also a cybersecurity attack target in February, paralyzing its website for over a week. Hmm. Remember, oh, yeah. They stole all our information. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. My, yeah. You uh, couldn't even order books online. Yeah, that's right. So that's the day I stopped reading. <laughs> right. Sure, Crash. <laughs> that's the whole reason why. That's what, the do, day. What, do, what do I get in Indigo? My, my plum points? Plum points, yes. That's what they have, right? Yes. Uh. 
Are my yeah. plum points still okay with this oh, yeah, change your, of management? Your plum points Phew. are good. Heather's taking them. No. <laughs> All plum points go with Heather. <laughs> All right. I know that you guys love cheese. And I know that if you were to go to the Olive Garden, you know when they come by with the Parmesan cheese grater? You probably oh, yeah. ask for them to put a little bit more on than you would at home. I used to have one of those. I thought it oh, was the the, the yeah you put the brick crank, yeah you yeah. put the cheese in there and then you just crank that cheese. I thought it was so cool that they did that. Well, a video <laughs> has gone viral over a little girl at the Olive Garden who loves Parmesan cheese, and she loves it so much that the server grated it right into her mouth. Oh yes, I have some audio here of it. Here she is at an Olive Garden asking the server to grate the Parmesan cheese right directly into her mouth. Have a listen. Okay, you tell me when, all right? Yeah. There she yeah. goes. You got it. Oh, I certainly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she, oh, I certainly. <laughs> she puts it on her pasta, and then the little girl says, "Can you put it in my mouth?" And she says, "Certainly," and grades Parmesan cheese directly into her face. I love that. And Mars, I feel like you would love that. I would love it. Like when I make some uh, like asparagus or whatever, and I'm like, mm, parm for the lady, and I'm just grating it. Yeah. I think if I had one of these uh, like big wheel ones, I yeah. think you would lean back and let me put parm in your face. Crash is so chintzy on cheese hmm. when it comes to like putting cheese on, like let's say in an omelet, sure. or putting cheese on pasta, yeah. or sprinkling cheese on like broccoli. Well, you don't need a crazy he, amount, or like cheese in like a salad. I like a I like a, a hearty I like a good amount Ooh. of cheese. Yeah. And crash just like like little like fairy dust of it. Well you just uh, you just need a light like for asparagus or whatever. You just need a light dusting of parmesan on there, right? Let's so like a, a couple grates like Done. No, you want, you, need. you want good coverage. You don't need coverage. No, you need coverage. You need coverage. You still want to chase the food that is no. underneath this cheese. <laughs> Rami's still, all about the cheese, too. It's still under there. Yeah. Yeah, but the cheese, once you put too much on it, it just overpowers the dish. Oh, Way too much. It's so annoying. But so he like he's, he's like greeting cheese, and he's like, cheese for the lady. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, please. And then he's like, great, great, and then walks away. Oh. Like, too much cheese is way better than having not enough cheese. That's a great point, Thank you, Rami. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think. Cheese just overpowers, and then all I'm eating is just cheese. There's so much cheese. Oh, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I love cheese. People want to say, do you chintz on your nachos? Uh, yeah, if I'm making multi-layer nachos, well, I don't, I don't need globular amounts These of cheese. These nachos on there. are too cheesy, right? No one says that. It's just crash. But if you put so much cheese on there, then it's just like soggy, and yes. then you grab one, and yes. then <laughs> oh yeah, that's the way nachos oh. should be. Yes, <laughs> it's like I'm hating too much butter on popcorn. I'll never understand it. You know, I looked like a complete d bag yesterday. When you're telling Mars yesterday? no, or day before yesterday. That's enough cheese, Mars. <laughs> Yeah, it does come <laughs> No, I was doing some meal prep and stuff and had one extra strip of bacon. Oh, yeah. That's and right. I was outside. Okay, so I yeah. was outside watering the garden. <laughs> and my neighbor, Charlie, we share like a, a front fence, but the front fence is like waist it's, level. It's like waist level. Gotcha. Yeah. So he, Charlie's leaning on the fence and we're doing some small neighborhood chat. I'm watering the garden. We're talking about the garden or whatever. And Charlie is an older fella. He's been our neighbor for years. Mm-hmm. And I, did you not see me talking to Charlie? Well, yeah. I walked out and I heard, I heard a voice. Yeah. And I kind of thought it was a podcast. 
that you were running? Yeah, it wasn't a podcast. It was no. a very boring conversation. I was talking oh, to Charlie. Charlie. Dude, it was great. Oh. We were, we're catching up. <laughs> but yeah, I, di- I didn't even see him there. No. And so Crash walks out because he was doing meal prep with one single piece of bacon wrapped in a paper towel. Okay. And he walks down towards the garden and he's like, here you go. And gives it to me. And then he sees Charlie and he's like, oh, hey, Charlie. And then turns around and walks back inside to go continue meal prepping. Right. Charlie looks at me and says, what's that? And I said, oh, it's a, it's a piece of bacon. I've been a good girl this month. Yeah. And, he's, and, and Charlie's like, he brought you one single piece of bacon? And I'm like, yeah, he's doing uh, meal prep or whatever. Yeah. And then Charlie looks at me and he's like, what kind of a man brings his lady that's a great question. Charlie's an older fella. One single piece mm. of bacon. Don't worry about it, Charlie. <laughs> if I would have given more, my numbers would have been off for my meal prep. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know you know what kind of a man, Charlie? A real a-hole. <laughs> that, that's who. And he's like, yep. Sounds about right. But one strip was enough, no? <laughs> <laughs> if you eat this, you better jog back into the house. <laughs> I mean, I get uh, one strip's never enough. But it's because it you had one odd it strip, right? It was extra bacon. Yeah, there was, it, was, it was extra bacon. It was one extra strip after yeah. it was all done. And you did like, think to make the gesture to bring it out to Margie. Right? Yeah, which, but see, by I Charlie's aspect, by, by his perspective, though, it looks like you were being a real Oh, jerk. yeah. yeah. But like, what did, what did old Charlie expect? Me to bring a bouquet of bacon out? No, just like... He no, was probably looking for an offer. One single piece. But just yeah. like the cheese, yeah, no one's like, like oh, too much bacon. Yeah. <laughs> This text here, 5679, says, my dad does this. He makes bacon in the morning leaves me one piece. The man is weird. <laughs> he only makes himself two pieces. Two pieces. Are oh. people not cooking the whole pack? Yeah, I get the whole pack done. Yeah. Because well, you're meal prepping. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not wrapping up three right. strips and putting it in the fridge. I'm just cooking the whole pack. What yeah. if you and then just, if there, whatever's extra, I'll just eat. Yeah, what if you were just making breakfast? Mm-hmm. Are you are you making the whole pack? I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if I'm cooking breakfast on like Saturday morning, I do the whole pack because then the bacon's done for Sunday. If we, if don't, we don't eat, eat it all, the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Then you, yeah, you perfect. You, you don't want to have not enough bacon. No. Yeah. Also, cold bacon. Love it. Awesome. Oh my god. Oh no. So good. It works, buddy. Yeah. Cold bacon out of the fridge. You open the tin foil and you're like, it's all congealed. Uh, oh yes. All right. Mm. I don't know. It's like really soft jerky. But just heavily on the grease. (laughs) (laughs) Just heavy on the grease. Alrighty, I hope this is fake, but if not, this is what we're going to see kids do with chat GPT. I mean, I would have done it for sure. Some guy tweeted a photo after his cousin in seventh grade used chat GPT to cheat on a book report. It was a book report on the 1989 novel, The Joy Luck Club, and the whole report is written out by hand. The first clue a kid didn't write it is the vocabulary, because because what kid in seventh grade uses the word poignant? But there's an even more obvious clue in that same paragraph. Even though the kid copied it by hand, he forgot to remove ChatGPT's disclaimer at the bottom. Oh, no. So the last paragraph starts as this, quote, As an AI language model, I don't have personal expectations or opinions. <laughs> now, some people don't think that this is real because the handwriting looks a little too good as well for a seventh grader. Other people think it's real and you can get ChatGPT to do a book report for you. Just saying. That's like the, the modern version of us using a, a resume template and you leave half the template in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lorem yeah. ipsum don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah, I've left a couple in. Yeah, I've left a couple. If you're just quickly, too. quickly looking to bang out a resume, right? You go oh, to yeah. templates on Word, and you're like, here we go, fill in the blanks. Yep. Find a cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once you get, it's been a while since I've taken notes, but I remember like copying stuff, and once you get a writing. You'll write whatever. You're not taking it in. No. Yeah. You're, I'd never you're got, a machine at that point. I never yes. understood why they made us write out what was in the textbook. I think that was the dumbest thing ever. Do they still do that? I think they thought that there really? was some sort of memory retention from writing it to... There's no memory retention. I'm not even reading the words. Yeah. Because they used to do the overhead slides. Oh, you, God. They put the that projector. on the board. And then, you, and then you copy that. Just photocopy it. Give it to We're me. wasting the same amount of paper. Right? Yeah. Ugh. I agree. The worst. <laughs> I agree. There's nothing worse than being on day 10 of a new job and thinking to yourself, oh my God, this is a really bad situation. Fortunately, some issues can be spotted before you accept the job. And people are now talking about the red flags they've noticed while looking for a job. Mm -hmm. And here are some of the highlights. So this is when you're looking for a job and they've got like the job description or who they're looking for for the position. And I'm going to just start by saying that every single radio station job ad has used this first one. Uh Oh. Number one, red flag when looking for a new job is any use of the term rock star. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That was so big in radio. We're looking for our next rock star. Yeah, you're a star. You're, you're a, a star. rock star. Rock star. Please stop. <laughs> Dynamic rock stars. Yeah. Dynamic's a good word, too. Mm-hmm. Superstar. Superstar. That's used a lot. Wildly talented seems to be really popular. That's popular. Wild, wildly, not just regularly talented. You got to be wild, wildly talented, (laughs) wildly talented, insanely talented. Does uh, corporate all the fat cats in corporate? Do they think like this really gets people going? These are like buzzwords. I think that's why they're Mm -hmm. buzzwords that would. Like they they attended some conference and some yeah. someone at the top is like, all right, for the next five years you need to pound out these words, yeah, mm-hmm. and it'll excite your staff. No, I wish they would have given more of an explanation as to why terms like rock star or wide, I can't even say it, wildly talented are problematic, but it is number one. So that's a red flag while looking for a new job. Uh, number two, fast paced environment. They say that usually means absolute chaos with no one in charge or not a good person in charge. Energetic? No, energetic's okay. No, that's okay. Okay. Uh, Number three, unique challenges. Uh Uh-oh. That usually means a constant train wreck at that place. Must have a bubbly personality. That's a giant red flag. Mm-hmm. You'll wear a lot of hats. Not good. Not that's not no, good. You want one hat. Oh, you want one hat. That means low pay and lots of tasks. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, entry level position. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, there isn't. Yeah, there's entry level. There's, that one's fine. If it re- if it requires five years of experience, well, that's a different, oh, that's a different yeah, story. That's yeah. Uh, urgently hiring multiple candidates means they can't keep staff on. Hmm. Salary to be discussed is another phrase you should watch out for. If the salary isn't disclosed up front in an interview, it's usually severely underpaid. When can you ask about salary? Radio's really good at doing that. Oh, big time. They don't yeah. tell you anything. It's They're like, well, you know, you, yeah. it'll be it'll be fair market value. Uh-huh. You have like three job interviews and you're like, okay, I don't want to have a fourth job interview. How much are you paying me? I don't know why they keep it so close yeah. to their... I just start with, what are you offering? And then yeah. we'll continue. Right. If it's decent. And that's why there's no second interview. <laughs> <laughs> 
because the offer is usually so low. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes their uh, vernacular backfires, especially like Rockstar. You ask like why people don't like it. It's because it's been overused. So it's doing the opposite of what they think it's doing. They make it think it's sounding a hip and cool place to work where rock stars hang out. Yeah. Once you use the word rock star, you're obviously, you're, you can't be hip and cool. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you've just used an ultra yeah. lame term. Uh, this text here at 56789 says, why is Mars reading my job description ad on the radio? <laughs> well, that's just because it's, that's what, those are the, all the terms everybody uses. I know, I just went on our industry job site. Yes. And yeah, all those buzzwords are on there. <laughs> <laughs> are they really? It's terrible. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a real estate listing. Yeah. With like cozy. Sure. Quaint. Yeah. yeah. Put your own touch on the basement. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous says, I just looked at a job description for my former workplace. Um, so many of those red flags words are in the description and I can confirm they're all legit for that place as well. Mm-hmm. We complain about these, but do we want just the cold hard facts or would that seem too? Yeah. We'd be like, oh, they sound like too dicks. unhuman. Yeah. It would just yeah. sound like a. Uh, yeah. Like a giant D's. Yeah, maybe we do. We we, we mock them, but we, we crave. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Guys, my favorite job posting that I recently saw was for a business here in Edmonton that started with, quote, shoulders responsibility for all. Oh. No, no. That, no, no, that's no, awful. No. Shoulder responsibility for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, being hired as a... Top manager. Do we just want like bullet points? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like just. Boop, boop, boop. I don't know what we want. I think like. Or just like, hey, uh, do you want to work in a fun environment? Yeah, I think maybe like cause a you fun, gotta, safe, cool. Nope, can't add cool. That sounds lame. You gotta sell. Like you gotta <laughs> you sell your. Yeah. You already aren't. <laughs> you gotta sell where you work. Like you yeah. gotta sell the business, but just without being like I don't know cheesy about it. Like we just don't need the over the top words like the rock star, superstar. Yeah. I also don't know if I love radio's bad for that too. A rare opportunity. Yeah, rare opportunity. Yeah. I mean, they are kind of rare though. Some are, yeah, very. Because <laughs> you better pass. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of yeah. like like there's a lot of people in radio. Not right. a lot of on air positions. There's only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Sure, but like right? evenings in Fox Creek, like isn't like it's going to be available. Again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. it's going to open up. <laughs> Several times throughout the year. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, This text here says, hey, guys, I've been at my job for a year. I'm in an accounting department. And no matter where I work, there's some pretty big jerks here. Mm -hmm. So many arrogant, narcissistic jerks. In accounting? In accounting. No offense, accountants. That's it, too. If you're in the accounting game... Did people use Rockstar in the listings? Probably. Probably. I bet you. I'll bet you they We're do. We want that next Rockstar, rockstar account. Yeah. yeah. I'll bet you they do. Do you have a weekend Coke problem? <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> rockstar. Um, it, what if the company like lists themselves as like legendary? Large, like the the larger than life. Like you want to work here, nah. like not necessarily describing the position. They're describing the whole company as legendary. Right. I mean, I guess. I sure. What like, is, is it? Is McDonald's? that more appealing? Like, <laughs> McDonald's. Well, that's legendary. Like, what's a what's a legendary company? Right. Like in our line of work, would be like a lot of le- a lot of radio stations, like calling them or like rock stations, yeah. legendary like rock legendary heritage, legendary. heritage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do we want uh, this text came in? User Jad. Uh, they just say our company's pretty decent. Come work for us. Mm-hmm. Does that sound appealing? I don't know about I don't, pretty I don't decent. Mind it. What? Pretty decent's okay. Yeah. Pretty decent sounds fine. I think if you're like, hey, we're a great company to work for, check out the reviews of people who've worked for us before. Come work for us. Here's some testimonials. Here's some testimonials. Well, it's always so weird. Like, when you apply for a job, they uh. always say, like, 
keep it bare minimum, no big words, like just go bullet point. Just basically. get to it. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to advertising the job, there's all these keywords, there's all these fancy fluff, mm. and they're always so coy about it, like you were saying, especially when it comes to the wage or stuff like vacation or expectations. Of yeah. Them. Yeah. I say uh, slap the wage right at the top. <laughs> That'll yeah, get I people agree. talking and when, looking. Yeah. Right. Or people not applying. It'll sure. Do, one or the other. Things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then you time. know that you're paying too low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing comes in, well, there you go. <laughs> I think the city does that. Yeah, yeah they post they do. dollar amounts. Yeah, or at least a range. A range, yeah. Which is fair. And a I think, range is fair. Which and is also sometimes very large. Well, yeah, the range is like a yeah. 10 grand range. It, sometimes I've seen it bigger than that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, I'm cool with that if you throw a range. Yeah. Like, for, like, salary expectations. Sure. Hit, hit me agree. with a range. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it's always a gamble when they're like, well, uh, what are you hoping to uh, I hate get for that. pay? I hate that. I don't Just know tell your me budget. What, I don't yeah. know your budget. One million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> what, well, what, what do you think you're worth? Yeah. Well, I think I'm worth the world. Yeah. Can you afford the world? Yeah. No, you One can't. in a million, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that question more than anything. Yeah, that is brutal. What do you think I'm worth? Yeah. Yeah, you're the one that called yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, how the SOB. Yeah. Flip the desk. <laughs> <laughs> <Sitting's over. laughs> anyway, I didn't get the job. <laughs> I'm still doing evenings yeah. in Fox Creek. That's true. Oh, no. uh, uh. All right, for those of you who like to go to the gym and you like to do a little working out, sometimes embarrassing things can happen. And this woman in Illinois is now making the news after a video of her has gone viral. She took a tumble on the gym treadmill and ended up with her leggings around her ankles when they got pulled down by the conveyor belt. Oh, oh no. The, okay, so this still image is... <laughs> <laughs> this still image is hilarious. This poor lady. Like, it, it's bad enough that she bit it. Yeah. And then the treadmill <laughs> ripped down her pants. <laughs> She's... <laughs> Poor woman. She's holding on to the handle still. No. But her feet are off. The, I'll put the picture up. It's stuffed. Oh, gosh. Oh. oh, she shouldn't have held on to the handle. It's oh. such a sad, she's defeated oh. pose. <laughs> the head down. Oh. Those after pictures. Oh, my God. I know. She she injured herself pretty bad because she got a little bit of road rash, obviously, because the treadmill's the con- still turning. The conveyor belt is still going on the treadmill. And you gotta let go. She banged up her knees a little bit. Did you you saw the video, right? Or I you're d- just looking at Stills Ginge. So I've just seen the stills. Oh Ginge. The video is get, great. Get over the video here. is fantastic. Yeah, I don't think there's any audio, but No, there's not, because it was just their security camera. Yeah. Okay. So, so here she goes. She's running. She's running. Oh. There she goes. She's like, Oh, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. Boom. <laughs> She's dragging on it. She's like, no. And it's just like in a split section. uh, Second. Boom. Her pants are gone. She said the treadmill she had cranked up to level 10. So it was going pretty fast. She said it was only when I watched the video back that I saw my shoelace was untied and I tripped and I fell. She said I jumped up like a boss. I immediately tried to pull my pants up because my butt was showing and I hurt myself. My face, my lips and my knees and my shins got skinned. Thankfully, the gym was not too busy and the lady like who was running at the front ran over to make sure that they were okay. (laughs) 
The good thing is, is that she approved the release of this video. Actually, Alyssa was the one that shared it on her social first, and then it went viral. So she had a good sense of humor about it. But the photo I posted, uh, Ginge has a photo that she's still kind of hanging on. Yeah. The photo I posted, she finally let go, and the belt's taken her. Oh. <laughs> her those, those pants come down so fast, <laughs> comically fast. Like the machine was built to remove pants. Oh, oh I God. Hope, I hope someone turns this into a GIF. The, the, the picture, the one that the one that Ginge posted of her still holding on oh. is like, oh God. I put the video up to gang, watch it. This poor girl. Yeah, you need to watch. You need to watch this today if you need to laugh. Oh gosh. Oh, it was. It's way too funny. Oh. oh, this text here says I would stop working out, move to a new gym. I'm not going back after flashing my ass to the whole gym. Yeah, you probably take a month or two off of that gym. Oh, God. Find a different one. Do Why? you, though? Ginger Link you posted, it, it, it listed as 18-plus content. Well, I think it's because... Oh, oh, hold on. Are you post. sure you posted the right link? Check my bookmarks here. <laughs> Is it because she's wearing a T-bar? I don't even. I don't think she's wearing anything. Yeah, she's got oh, some she's underwear. Got, oh, yeah, she she's does got, have underwear yeah, on. Yeah, she's got undies on. She does. Is that why? <laughs> oh, the poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mortified. I would be too. Oh. <sighs> How do you think this video got released? Do you think she went up and said, hey, like something really weird happened on this treadmill? So uh, apparently the woman who who was working the front desk ran over to see if she was like, okay or whatnot. And then they had a discussion. And I think that for insurance, like because it's the States, it's Illinois about suing everybody. They had yeah, to give her the, the video. They had to give her the video. They have the video. She's not suing them, by the way. She said it was her fault. Her shoelace was untied. Sure, yeah. But she said that it was so funny. In reality, if this happened to me, yeah, released a video. <laughs> yeah, she was the one who released it. She put it on her own social media. Yeah, she media. did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it just got picked up everywhere, which is uh, oh, which is man. pretty funny. It's uh, it's been a minute since I've been to a gym, right? Uh, but I know the treadmills at home, like yeah. our treadmill, has like the like the little kill switch. Sure, yeah. So for situations like this, that would have helped. Do they not have those at the? Well, they do, but nobody clips oh, them on. I see oh, they're yeah, all, no, yeah, no one else has the safety. Nah, yeah, yeah. cares about that. Yeah, I, I never put mine on when I'm at the trail. I haven't I probably seen a should. single person use that. No. Oh, God. Yesterday I was doing, um, uh, I was at the gym. I did uh, box jumps yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I had to do a lot of them. And so I was getting very tired. It was like the last part of my workout. And I fell on one of them. So I like I jumped up. And then my foot, I didn't get my foot all the way up onto the box jump. So it, it fell off. And I fell forward. And I hit my knee. And I... You know, like your first action when you fall is to go out like this. And I was right in, like, right in front of all of the treadmills. Oh, yeah. Right in front of all of them. And they're elevated, too, so they're they're looking down at you. Everybody's looking down (laughs) into this, like, green area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wasn't overly embarrassed. I just, the first place I looked, though, was over at the treadmills. Of course, it was over lunch, so busy. Mm -hmm. It was super busy, but. You're like, I plan to do that. It's part of the process. Look how high my box is. Yeah. Uh, I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. What is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you at the gym? The most embarrassing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you... Uh, I don't know. Like, did did you did you fall over? Did you drop some weights? Did you wipe out? Were you on a treadmill? Did your shoes get untied? Did it fling you off the back? Did you fall off some equipment? Let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
We're talking about uh, embarrassing things that have happened to you at a gym. This poor woman in Illinois, a video of her has gone viral after she took a tumble on the treadmill and ended up with her leggings around her ankles when they got pulled down by the conveyor belt. Now, footage of the embarrassing fall has gone viral after she herself posted it on her social media. The gym didn't release it. She released it. You guys got to see the video. Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) she was also injured. She had like, uh, like, it looks like almost like road rash to her face, lip, knees, and shins. They were all skinned up. She said she was so embarrassed that she had to leave immediately. But upon looking at the video footage, she said it's too funny to not to not share. Uh, yeah, and she got all this like road rash because she just hung on and was dragging on the treadmill till her pants ripped off, and then she let go and slammed down. Yeah, on she hung too long, way too long. She way hung too, too long. long. Once you feel those feet stumble, just go limp. Let it go. Let it happen. Yeah, let just it go. let go. Get out! Of, get yeah. out of there! Do not hang on to. Yes. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you've had a a wild uh, little gym mishap, yeah. feel free to Something share. Something embarrassing. Yeah, sure. Stay anonymous as well. Uh, Crystal, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. 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 Um, uh, your hubby was doing some rowing at the gym, right? Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, what happened um, with him? <laughs> so, long story short, he ended up at the gym without uh, any underwear. And decided to go through the workout anyway. And yeah. he was giving her 110 on the rowing machine. And he's yes. like, across from me is this cute, like, innocent, blonde teenage girl. And he looks down. And there's a massive hole in his shorts. And he's like, my entire ball sack was just <laughs> on the rower. Every row. <laughs> Going along for the ride. He's oh. like, I jumped up and ran out of there. And he's like, oh. what a fight. He's never, never been to back to that gym since. But I send him rowing memes like every week. So oh, he never forgets. That is hilarious. And I bet you he makes damn sure he's got undies every single time. Yeah, he's like, I've never gone a day without wearing underwear. <laughs> the hole in the crotch, though, it can happen to anybody, and you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you're just, you no. quickly get them on and get on that gym floor. That rowing machine, though, yeah. like, you can see full crotch because of the way that you're seated. Oh, that would be full crotch. It's full you crotch. Can. Yeah. And he's like, it would have been better if everything was out, but the fact that it was just <gasps> my balls made it worse. Yeah, that looks like it's deliberate. <laughs> I don't know. I just oh. need to keep the bees nice and aired out today. <laughs> <laughs> I would be howling. All right. Th- thanks. Best. Yeah. You're, thanks, Crystal. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. I don't know if it would have been better if the whole thing was out. I think it's. He, I think he dodged a bullet with it, it just being. I agreed. I think if no, I think if the whole thing's out, then uh, it would look like a, a bit much. So you think he looks down, sees it's just the sack. He's like, "Oh, this looks silly." So he reaches and pulls it all out. He's yeah, like, oh, this is, this <laughs> I don't is think better. the whole thing out would look like an axe. Like it, like you really didn't know. Like things just tumbled out, right? I like don't. You got really loose shorts. That happens if you wear like a really loose gym shorts around a campfire with no undies. Yeah, but <laughs> right. That's- yeah, but that's just someone looking up your leg. That's not you presenting yeah, I via feel, rowing machine. Like I feel like if I walked by a guy at the rower and he had all of the bits out, I would think that's deliberate, more so than just a sack. Because mm. just the sack, too, you don't really, you're yeah. not 100% sure. Like, is that some gum? You know what I mean? Like you don't. Yeah. You don't know yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you have a tiny little. Sack? <laughs> no, but you know because it's not the whole thing that's I mean, out. It's just sad. like a piece of chewing gum, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I alone here? What? what? <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. I don't know. Oh, oh my God! Google ball sack that, and that see feels, what comes up. That feels more like an accident to me. 
Even Agreed. Then, then the whole then everything, then everything out. coming out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, staying anonymous here. Uh, what happened to you at the gym? Um, not me. My husband. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm not sure the name. It's a bench that's kind of at an angle, and you usually lay back and just sit up and do crunches on it. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're in this gym and full of people, and my husband starts doing these crunches. And he sits up after about the third or fourth one, and he starts farting. <gasps> he literally just started, like, cutting farts? What? Oh, and they were terrible. They were <laughs> did he oh, not? Horrible. Did he they not were loud? Really, yeah, did he not realize he was farting? He didn't. Well, he sat up, and it came out, and he kind of laughed, and the guy beside him kind of laughed. And I looked at him, and I'm like, oh, my God, did you seriously just do that? <laughs> and he's laughing, and he goes, yeah, he goes, it's okay. And the guy beside him's like, no problem, bud. You know, and I'm like, okay. Oh. So he sits up, and he does it again. Oh, <laughs> you get you're going to... You get one. Yeah, if you're like, if you feel that like by like crunching that area of your body is like, you know, is is interrupting some things, you got to go and like stand, like go Go, over to the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, you get one on the gym. You get one fart on the gym floor. Yeah. And beside us is like, he kind of stumbled on the treadmill. No, you're cutting out there. All right. Thank you for that. Oh, she's, we just lost her there. But still though, you're right. If you're doing like those kind of like those sit-ups in that odd way. You know what I mean? And like you, you're crunching up and like you're just letting them rip. You got to yeah, know that. Just increasing the pressure. Yeah. yeah. It's, you got to know it's time to. It does know. happen. Years ago, when I had a trainer. Uh, I caught a big fart while uh, doing a deadlift. And he said that totally natural. It just means you're really pushing. Well, what is he going to say? You're disgusting and gross. Well, yeah, I was paying a lot of money. Uh-huh. And you it is natural. <laughs> Forget about it. Enjoy it, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> tell me it was good. What? <laughs> tell me it was good. Pay $200 an hour. <laughs> you tell me it was good. <laughs> this text here. Slap this ass. <laughs> <laughs> this text here at 5679 says, hey, guys, Brad here. Hey, Brad. I have a good one. It happened to me about five years ago at a resort in Mexico. I woke up early at a beautiful resort ready to go work out. I was having trouble finding the gym. So as I was walking around the resort, looking around, taking in everything, I ended up walking right off one of those platforms and I face planted into a fountain. Oh, no. I was completely soaked. My runners, my cell phone, everything. I was so embarrassed. I quickly jumped up to see if anybody saw me. It was so early that I didn't think anybody did. Well, long story short, I still went to work out. As more people were coming into the gym, they could see my water footprints on the door leading up to the treadmill. <laughs> Plus, at the equipment, there was a big puddle around it. LOL. Oh, oh man. man. Falling into a fountain because you're you're taking in the awe well, you're, of your yeah. tropical paradise. Soaking it in. Yeah, it's new surroundings. You don't, yeah. know, you don't know where to go. Looks totally different. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 780-4-4-6-6-9. Uh, Mariana, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Hi, yeah, we're good. good. Um, uh, what happened to you at the gym? So I was working out. Uh, first of all, I was working with my husband, and he showed me how to use slam balls at his gym. Yeah. And it was a great workout. So I thought, okay, when I go to work out by myself, I'm going to do that same activity. So I grabbed what I thought was a slam ball, and I got all my materials, and I went in front of the mirror so that I could watch myself do the uh, do the workout. But the mirrors were in front of all the cardio equipment. Yep. So everybody was on treadmills and stairmasters and all that. Well, I grabbed what... I thought was the slap ball, what was actually a medicine ball, and I lifted it way over my head, and I slammed it down, and I was looking down, anticipating it so that I could 
grab it before yeah. it hits the ground again. Yeah. Well, it bounced right back up oh. into my nose. Smashed my nose, oh. blood everywhere, all over the mirror, all over the ground. Oh my everywhere. gosh. I was, I was mortified. Yeah. Oh. I went straight to the bathroom <laughs> to clean myself up. Yeah. Um, it was painful, and I I wanted to come back out to clean my mess up because it's my blood. I didn't want anyone to have to worry about cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah, but, I would say uh, so. <laughs> yeah, but the staff were so sweet. They were already there. They were they wanted to make sure I was okay, and I just could not leave the gym fast enough. I was oh. so mortified. Oh, so, no. yeah, I'm picturing you like whipping down like one of the big blue balls, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big and, medicine ball. <laughs> and those get some bounce. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, and I, I was like, this feels a little different than what my husband showed me. Right on, it's a different gym, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, never again. The slam balls, they just thud. They go, poof, they just thud, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. And just the popping of your nose. Immediate blood. Yeah. Oh, It was more. And I had to pick up groceries after because we were out of whatever. And so I'm walking around Superstore trying to, like, cover my nose as much as possible. And I bump into somebody that I know that I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm like, oh, of yeah. This course. Is of course you did. Of, of course. course. Yeah, you're like, gym accident. Yeah. <laughs> gym accident. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Brutal. Okay, thanks, Mariana. <laughs> thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, man. And when of you course, bust, everyone's looking. When you bust your face up because a ball slammed back into it. Yeah, that was bigger for her to go back and attempt to clean up that blood. Sure. Because yeah. I am gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's someone else's problem. I'm putting my house up for sale. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> this text here at 56789 says, guys, I have too many stories. One time, though, I wore a muffle sh- muscle shirt to the gym and I was feeling good, mm-hmm. like real good. As I was walking around the gym, I realized all the girls were staring hey. at me and smiling. Oh. And I thought, oh, man, I'm looking good. Yeah, I've seen some serious gains. I got my pump. Yeah. Shortly after, I'm cleaning up my weights and I look in the mirror and I catch a glimpse of white hanging out of the back of my pants. I turn, I have a long trailing toilet paper. No, you don't. <laughs> Not even on your shoe, out oh, of your pants. On the back of my pants. Oh. And you're feeling so good. That's the best part. Oh, how are you wiping? Are you not going pants all the way? <laughs> or it's stuck. Oh, oh it got oh. stuck in the cheeks. Yeah, probably got stuck in the cheeks. Sweaty cheeks. Oh, yeah. Then you pull up your pants and now it's a tail at yeah, the back. There's a chance. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Again, like if you're, let's say you're month to month at the gym. Yeah. If it's the first of the month, like you're probably going back because you're already in for X amount of dollars. Yeah. Sure. But if it's like the 28th, 29th. Cancel that membership. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> Don't renew. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Chris is hanging on here. How you doing, Chris? Hey, not too bad. How's it going? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you like to uh, work out at the gym, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't. So this happened a couple of years ago. I was working out and it was just my last set. Yeah. And so I just asked the guy next to me to, to give me a hand. He's like, yeah, sure. So it comes on over, and about three, four reps in, all of a sudden, as I'm, I'm looking there, about three or four big globs of sweat from his forehead just dropped straight into my mouth. Oh, no! It was, it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, I put those the weights down pretty quick, ran in the bathroom, <laughs> like, gagging, rinsing my mouth down the sink. He followed me, and like he was super apologetic. But I have yet to ask for another person to spot me since then, because oh. that was one of the most disgusting things that's ever happened. Well, because you're like laying on the bench, and they're right over you, and then drip, 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 drip. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was gross. It was, it tastes, it, it, other people's sweat does not taste good. I'll tell you that. Was so. it, oh. was it salty? <laughs> it was 
chose off. It was just. He had just finished. He had just finished doing oh, his, his set. No. So, yeah. And what yeah, are the chances so it would drip right directly into oh, your man. mouth? Yeah, right? it was so gross. Yeah, oh, it was not a fun time. That's <laughs> nice. Fun. Nice icing on the cake to this conversation. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right. Well, love the show. Hope you guys have a good day. Yeah, yeah you, you too, buddy. Chris. Take okay, care, buddy. Bye bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, yes, we are under some heat warnings for today. It is officially called a heat dome in Edmonton. We all know sure can get pretty warm during the summer months and the hottest temperatures ever recorded in our city. Um, well, they'll just they'll just make you sweat just kind of reading them. Our friends over at Environment and Climate Change Canada dug into the archives because of this heat dome that we're going for and uh-huh. rounded up some of the hottest temperatures that Edmonton has ever had. And you guys want to guess what the hottest temperature ever recorded in Edmonton is. The now, hottest ever. This isn't a feels like. Yeah. This is just the temperature. The temperature, air. The air. Um, I'm going to say 42. 42. Didn't we do a smooth 40 during the original heat dome and what? That was like pre-pandemic? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was hot. Yeah, we had like a week. I think it's just an even 40. Just 40 on the 40. nose. Do you need like point whatever? Uh, no, you don't need a point. No, no. 42. I'll tell you this. Edmonton never hit 40. Oh, damn. The- what? We didn't. It feels like did. Oh. Okay. But we never okay. actually quite hit 40. We oh. did like near Edmonton, right. like in 2021. Back to the drug board. Uh, we hit 42. What other numbers are there? 42.8 degrees. I'm going. When was that, Marcy? Sorry? That was in 2021. But that wasn't in the city of Edmonton. Oh. It was south of us. Was um, that the heat dome? Yeah, that might have been the heat dome. years ago? No, I feel like it was many years ago, no? I like it was sweltering for so long. Yeah, I thought that was pre... Huh. I, don't, huh? I don't know any. The pre-pandemic, the highest we got in 2018 was 34.5. Oh. oh. Okay, well then I'm, I'm going to hit 38.6. Locking it in. 38.6. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. Yeah, Rami, I'm, what are you locking it at? Um, Precise, we need precision here. 37.4. Okay, that's a good number, Romy. Okay. And I know you said no 40, Mars, but I'm, gonna st- I'm staying 40 again. I'm okay, staying okay. 40. Well, you're, you're wrong, James. <laughs> Damn it. I don't think he gets it. Uh, Romy is actually the closest, 37.2. Oh, that's damn. our highest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's our highest. And actually, uh, outside of that, like in 2006, we hit 35.4. In 2018, 34.5. 2002, 34.6. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, yeah, it's uh, we, we really didn't hit up 40. It, we were feels like, but we never actually hit the 40 mark, according to their records. 37 oh. is high. 37 is high. And high for us. Yeah. But you know what that is in Fahrenheit? Huh? No. No. 90, 98.6. 98.6. Oh, it's not even 100. No. I mean, well, like uh, down uh, down south, they're like, oh, we're hitting 102. Oh, Vegas can hit that yeah. all the time. Yeah. But they're also south. <laughs> well, I know. But yeah. it just feels like. But it's just like, it, it's just shocking temperature. Yeah, that's not even 100. And yeah. they're, they're doing that on the daily. They're doing mm-hmm. that on the daily, yeah. Because yeah. Becca threw in a guess of 47. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, 47. I mean, I did say Becca's no 40s. different memories. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that is just for the city of Edmonton. Yeah. Like, Medicine Hat recorded some big temperatures up into the 40s. If you go into the southern, like, part of the province, that's where you start to hear the, see those actually hits 40s. Mm-hmm. Do we, is that the, is that the airport temp? Or is that 
the city temp. Because that airport's always a little colder. It is. I feel like I feel it's like airport it temp. Do us justice. That's, that's I kinda, agree. Uh, yeah, majority of the weather that, like, even on my page, I think it's airport. Which yeah. is in Edmonton. Oh, this one's observed that's at like Edmonton. an hour away. Oh, this is at Blatchford. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's Blatchford. Oh, that's Edmonton. Okay. That's Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's right in the nuts, yeah. <laughs> So there you go. All right. <laughs> so just keep in mind, again, we are under a heat dome. Don't leave things in the car. Mm. All righty. Uh, okay. This 37-year-old man is in jail here in Alberta after the truck that he stole and crashed through a fence got stuck in the mud. Mm. Mounties and Peace River were called to a business at around 345 in the morning after a report of a break and enter. The suspect had driven a stolen vehicle through a fence and then got stuck in a muddy field. The suspect returned on foot to the business where the break and enter had occurred and police found the truck with a damaged ignition and the man on scene because apparently he went back to like rob the place even though the truck got stuck oh yeah did he have a bunch of stuff in the truck maybe he was trying to retrieve it uh no he just basically got uh, charged with the uh with the theft of the truck mm. he is remanded into custody and is set to appear in a peace river courtroom but uh yeah he he buried that truck in the mud it's like buried oh what's this you know what it is well corb <laughs> you know damn well what it is Chev got stuck in the Ford, got stuck, got the Chev on stuck when the Dodge showed up, but the Dodge got stuck in the tractor rut, which eventually pulled out the Ford. <laughs> With some difficulty, a moraine that we've seen for a thousand years calls financial joy. You had to have known. No, I just don't like that we can play this song and it actually happens in Alberta. I just uh, that's why. That's why it's that's why it hits. It's so true. Right. That old brown prairie that had been so dry for so long was very muddy, boggy, sticky. We'd pull one truck out and get another stuck in And motors would roar and tires would spin We'd sink right down Oh, God You did the story turn do it again So no one could move Call one more friend Come on, out here We need you Bring your truck You know what? If all of you were getting your truck stuck Like, you're super dumb Why do you keep driving into the mud? Well, you need uh, Like, why is everybody getting stuck? You can see that there's mud You just need bigger tires Jacked up trucks Grippier tires And it's a way of life For some Mars. Yeah We all don't live in this Pavement paradise that you have (laughs) Sometimes you gotta get A little dirty, Mars A little mud on the tires Please, Ginger again You don't even have a truck No, no, I can never (laughs) Mighty neighborly Ginger, when you're done with the van Mighty neighborly When you're done with that van Let's take a mud bogging Oh, I'd love to have a good mud bog in Right? Uh-huh. In the van? It'll yeah. get stuck. Well, we'll just floor it and just see how far in the mud we can get with <laughs> And then what are you going to do? Well, then you got to get well, trucks in there. Yeah, I'll pull them yeah. out with the ram. But then you're going to get stuck. Because... Well, was truck oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll redo the song and include uh, vans. Uh, <laughs> van got stuck. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Like, we're on to something. <laughs> oh, boy. Alrighty. Okay, do you guys remember I had that story in the news about that lost winning 70 million dollar Lotto Max prize oh, yes. yes Do you remember that Yeah it was coming up To expiry uh, Yeah it's actually expired On June the 28th So 20 <gasps> days TikTok um, So OLG is encouraging People to check their tickets It was one In the Toronto Scarborough area And no one has claimed it And in 20 days It's about to expire Well unfortunately No one has claimed it They're dead right Get this though. Guess how many people have come forward to say that it's their ticket? Oh, I bet. How do you come forward though and say it's your ticket without any sort of verification? I don't know. Apparently, 278 oh people <laughs> have contacted the OLG to say that it is their ticket that is the winning $70 million Lotto Max prize. It's worth a shot. I guess. 
maybe, 70 mil. Maybe one yeah. will work. You say those were your numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, but you just lo- you lost the ticket. Yeah. What they're saying is people aren't coming forward with their tickets to say I won. They're coming forward to say I lost my ticket. Yeah. And they're probably guessing the time the ticket was purchased yeah. and the location it was purchased. So it's a gamble. Over 270 people have come forward to claim that they've lost their ticket. OLG has investigated further on every single one and asked some follow-up questions, and none of them are panning out. Mm. So that's why they don't tell us where it was sold? I'm guessing. Because this is happening. But you'd still need the ticket, right? Well, if it's lost, though. Although there was that story of the lady that lost that ticket, although there was security footage. Yeah, so maybe that's what they can... Because you, you, even if you need the ticket to win, if you're come forward to saying you lost it, then you don't have the ticket. Yeah. So how do they prove that you actually did have the ticket? Mm. Is is that is this the reason why they don't tell us? Because we always wonder why they don't just tell us where and when the ticket was sold to solve this mystery. Because then you pick location and time and be like, I lost my ticket, but because I bought the ticket. for $70 million, yeah. 1 million people will come forward yeah. to say that they lost a yeah. ticket there. Yeah, yeah. get a flight to Scarborough. <laughs> yeah. If the winner doesn't come forward soon, it will become the largest unclaimed prize in a Canadian lottery history, surpassing the 50 million Lotto Max win from August 2021. That one never claimed. At this point, I'm cheering for unclaimed. When the story first rolled out, I'm like, oh, this is heartbreaking. I hope why, someone gets it. Why are you cheering for unclaimed? I don't know. When the, <laughs> I'm cheering for the house. What if someone, like, last day, right before it's expiring, they're, they clean out a junk drawer, they're like, oh my god. Because wouldn't that 70 million dollars. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Right for the, for us, not for them. Yeah, that would cause. I'd be devastated. I would be excited. Obviously, Why? I got because, seventy. But million. you got seventy million dollars. Why would you be devastated? Because I could have had that a year ago. The interest, Mars. Oh, yeah, and the interest. The, yeah. the amount yeah. of money I could have made. Well, like eight hundred thousand dollars of interest. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was convinced I was going to win the lottery on Tuesday. Yeah, you were hardcore on that. Remember, I told you. Yeah, I said, call the management team. You're manifesting it. I was like, I am not going into work tomorrow because I am seventy million dollars richer. Yeah. What is that in us? Because I think we all have that feeling sometimes. Yeah. 50 50 tickets, lottery tickets. Sure. I think this is it. Yeah, I think this is the one. I think this is the one. Yeah, I think this is it. I had a feeling going into last night because I'm as I'm clipping up my sleep apnea test machine on me, Uh I'm like, I'm a freaking disaster. This is awful. Uh, And I was like, I got a feeling. Then I woke up. And I rip all my wires off me. I'm like, here we go. Yeah. It's a new day. Yeah. And I grab my phone. Go I, back to sleep, Marzi. Yeah. And I got a notification. <gasps> I got some emails, notifications from Play Alberta. I'm oh, like, here, we, here go. we go. Of course. And it says your winnings. I'm like, yeah. Yes. I hit it. Two bucks. But I, know. I had another one that okay. said Play Alberta winnings. I hit it. 50 bucks. Hey. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. It's not it's not millions, but it's 50 bucks. Doesn't even make you square for the week. No, no not no. at all. But it's still <laughs> 50 bucks. I'll take it. Uh, when I bought tickets on Tuesday thinking I was going to win the 70 million, I woke up same thing. Yeah. The alarm goes off mm. 4 a.m. I'm like, "Oh yeah, here we go. Back to bed for Marzi cuz I just won 70 million." Sure. I clicked my email from Play Alberta. It said, collect your winnings. And I'm like, don't mind if I do. I knew it. Hit the email. I went $2. Mm-hmm. Is that what the subject line says? Yeah. yeah. Collect your winnings? Yeah. Oh, I sort of like that they're coy about it. Yeah. Yeah, it just says, uh, play Alberta. Your winnings have been issued. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, have been well, what are my winnings? $50. Oh, man, that's cool. Did, Would they email me for $70 million? I was going to say, do you get the same message whether it's $2 or $20 million? I kind of want a better email. I right? think you get I think you get the same email. I want a call at whenever the office opens at 9. Yeah, is it just an email? 
Because that's kind of a letdown, right? For 70 mil? Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Just a quick poll here with you guys at five, six, seven, eight, nine. If you woke up for work, let's say like us, you start work at six a.m. Okay, that's when your shift starts. Boo. So you get up at four thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and you check your lotto ticket, mm-hmm. and you check your email from Play Alberta, and it says that you've won seventy million. Yeah. Are, are you going into work that day? No. I wonder if you. I get no, what you're saying. Like, I'm what am ne- I? I'm never I, doing anything I don't want to again. Yeah, but I think you're just at that point. You're just sort of routine. You're like, like oh my gosh, yeah. like it's uh, four. It's four thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. you got to be at work in an hour and a half. It's mm. four thirty in the morning. Are you going into work if you just found out that you won? Let's say it's, okay, seventy million is a lot. Let's say let's say it's five million. Because I'll tell you this: at five million, I'm not going in. I'm not coming in. I'm not going in. I'm, I'm, you, you, really? You expect me to come in and keep a straight face and do the show, have yeah. some chuckles? Meanwhile, I got five, five million, million sitting in my bank five account. Five million. Do you, are you calling in? Or you're just, I don't care. I don't right? care if I'll, the building I'll call burns. in. I'll I'm call not, in. I'm not even calling I'll te- in. I'll text Gingy and Haley. Someone will figure it out. <laughs> well, yeah, Gingy and Haley would if you and I didn't show up. But what are you texting? I won the lottery? No. You said not in today. You said not, not in today. Yeah. Something's, something's come up. Something's come Something big something, came up. I'm not in today. I, I have, also <laughs> lose this number. Something something very big. <laughs> this is the last you'll ever hear. I have five million yeah. reasons why I'm never coming back in. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, okay, just say it. Something big that is now my new motto. Yeah. Has Come up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check and, you later. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Ginge, the show is yours. See yeah. you. You're gonna get up extra side. early now. Yeah. You would go in the lottery. Be the worst thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> would like, you go in? I'd have my hand out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just How enough so I don't have to go. <laughs> People are saying they'd go in. Yeah. They'd go in until the money is in the account. We had a lottery winner in this building. We did. Yeah. Uh, my former BFF. Uh, seven mil, eight mil? I know she stopped emailing me back. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but she was high seven figures. Yeah. And she was here for months. I know. Which doing is, the company a solid. She crazy. was like wrapping it up. Yeah. I wouldn't wrap anything up. No. Kudos to her for doing that. She did take some time off initially and then came back to wrap it up. Good on her. I wouldn't. She's no. a better person than I. I. Ain't wrapping anything and I'm paying out contracts. <laughs> People are saying they, they would still go because they have to talk to a lawyer. But yeah, why? but you got money for it. Talk to him tomorrow. Although I maybe if you're in a contract, like like we would have to figure out we'd have to get a oh, lawyer for well, contracts. So what? I no. pay him out. Yeah. I have seventy million dollars. And make them fight it. Oh, I would. They're not. What I if it's only five million? What if it's not seventy? What if it's five pinchers. million? Well, even five million. What if it's seven or oh, okay, I'm going higher. What if it's two million? How much do you get paid? Yeah. What is your buyout? What if it's only like twenty five million? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I am driving an old 2016 Ram. <laughs> Damn it. We really should be together in these contract negotiations. Mars is making Rami money over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everybody's saying they would go in. Everybody, 100% of the people texting are saying they'd have to go in that day. I, I get that's the nice thing to do, but I don't ever want to be bothered again. No. I'm... I won't even be in town by by noon. Pepu, I'm out. Pepu says, I would still go to work. People depend on me and I live on a routine. So I've got to go and like wrap it up. Yeah, your millions depend on you too now. Yeah. That's your new baby. <laughs> Just cut him a check. Say sorry. Here's $50,000. Yeah. yeah, do what you want with it. Yeah. Uh, Mark in the Park says, yes, I'm definitely going into work if I win that day. I will probably poop on someone's desk, though. Oh, wow. That's... 
<laughs> that might land you some I mean, problems. Yeah. Wow, you can pay for those. Get problems. a good lawyer with fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's covered. Don't worry about it. Are you going in? Okay, let's say everyone that's going in today. Are you going in tomorrow? No. Like, are you going in to work until the whole thing's settled and in your bank account? Because it, it's as good as cash. That's a good point. Like, yeah. are, like if, if I get that email, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, are you going in to work for months while they settle it, or are you? No. Like, imagine. Even if you like your job, like I've said it before, like I I like my job here. It's great. Sure, I agree. <laughs> you almost said love, and you pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still the worst part of my day every it single is. day because yeah, it's work, and yes. I want to get rid of that yeah, as it's fast work. as possible. Yeah. This text here says, "I will go to work, but things will change." Like, are people going to go back to work just to be a D for a couple days and then? That'd out? be fun. Sure, sure. I don't need to be a D to everybody. Not everybody. I, I would. Some people. Yeah. yeah some people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would though. Yeah. When the mics are turned off, Mars just lets us have it. Oh, I've got some venting to do. <laughs> Uh, this text here says, good morning. I have three jobs. If I win, I'm just going down to one. Wait a second. I don't think you understand the like how the vast 70 million, $5 million, seventy million. It's a lot. Of money. I hope their one job is just like traveling or living it up. What if Maybe. it's a scam email? People say they'd be worried it was a scam. Nah, it's a risk I'm willing to take. I'm, t- right. I'm taking it. <laughs> I've All got right. enough of these emails of $2 winners and $10 winners. I know it's legit. Okay. <laughs> I'll take my chances. Well, nonetheless, if you were in that Scarborough area in June 20th of last year, $70 million lotto ticket is about to go unclaimed in 20 days. TikTok. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. All right, this is pretty wild as well. Um, Bertman Original Ballpark Mustard has apparently has been a staple in Cleveland for almost 100 years, but apparently some people love it a little too much because someone tweeted a video of a guy at a Cleveland Guardians game with an entire tub. Think of a Costco-sized tub of mustard, oh. and he's eating it with a wooden spoon. Oh. I will lick the mustard spoon. Like if we have a jar of mustard, majority it's a squirty bottle. But if there's a a jar of mustard and I have the spoon in there, I lick it. Yeah, he's actually eating this uh, this mustard. The big question is: is does the guy really guzzle down like mustard by the tub, or did he just want to go viral? Did he um, put something in the tub to look like mustard? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like that woman who dipped her chicken in. Like, remember there was that whole mayo thing. Right. Well, apparently people are saying that it is just mustard. I never lick the mustard spoon. Why? It's too much. Is it? Yeah. Too much flavor. You can't handle it's, it. It's, it is. It is. It's too much. It's not enjoyable to me to like for a spoonful of mustard. And like this guy in the video just shows like him right at the bottom of the container. Yeah. Yeah. Did he start with a full? Like what did, did he start he with this? a full one though? They don't say. Mm-hmm. Uh, mustard does nothing for me. What? Yeah. Left to my own devices. I would never dress my hamburger or dog with mustard. Seriously. If it's served that way. Yeah. Uh, whatever, it's well, fine. I go it mustard. Me. I would go mustard over ketchup. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayo and barbecue over both. Ooh. Um, I like mustard on my hot dogs. Mayo on a burg. Mm-hmm. But I would ginger. I'll go mayo and barbecue sauce over mustard and ketchup. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You prefer? Uh, are you going heavy mustard or just like a regular? Or are you like a mustard free? Uh, I'll uh, if I'm making my own burg, I'll mustard both buns. You are a bit oh. of a mustard freak, yeah. So does that make me a freak? Yeah, that's yeah. too much mustard. Really? Yeah, that's a good amount of mustard. You love yeah. your gray poupon. Yeah, yeah. Throw a little <laughs> Dijon on there. Mm. No, you don't. It's I, actually I don't mind. I don't mind a seedy mustard. Oh, here we go. Like a seedy mustard and a sausage. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. 
but I would never eat it by the spoonful. But if I'm going like regular smoky on a campfire, mm-hmm. mustard. Mm. I'm going burger. I'm going mayo. Mm-hmm. Sandra says this guy's smart because mustard has no calories. It is the healthiest version. But that like no cal, that's based on like a serving size of mustard. If I you believe eat so. a liter of mustard, you must be consuming some calories, right? Unless it's like Frank's that has nothing. But Frank's has to, it's still. Frank's is like zero across the bottle. But isn't that based on what you'd put on a hot dog? It is based on serving size. So if, if you eat a bottle of Frank's, like you must be, cons- there must be. Yeah, there's got to be some right? calories in there. Maybe it's only 30, but there's got to be something. I don't think so. What have we got here? Nutrition facts. Heinz yellow mustard. Zero fat. Zero saturated. Cholesterol zero. Sodium oh. Oh. 3%. So oh. you got sodium. Yeah. And then everything else zero across the board. Oh. No vitamins either. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of There's yellow There's nothing in there. There's nothing in it. Just salt. Huh. Salt is your biggest issue. Huh. Yeah, and it shows per serving size. One uh, teaspoon, zero, oh, zero, right. zero. But... Yeah, will I guess what's zero what times is, five? Yeah, what's zero plus zero, zero times five is zero. Yeah, but there must like there's energy in there. And zero plus five is five. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> He's got mustard brain. Uh-oh. He does. He's got the mustard brain. What can you do though? Oh well. By the way, if you're going to be going on a road trip and if you're not going to be bringing bottles of uh, mustard with you, what are you taking in your car? A new poll looked into it and found that most of us give ourselves a free pass to eat whatever we want when we're on the road. Your diet goes out the window. Any sort of like health you were worried about, bye bye. The most popular options, obviously, for a road trip are junk food, which isn't surprising. They are chips, chocolate, cookies, nuts or seeds, candy, granola bars, and then the last one, fruit. When are cured meats? Oh, you gotta have beef jerky. Oh, they didn't put beef jerky beef on Beef jerky is like the staple. Yeah. 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 Um, when did we go on that road trip? Uh, that winter road trip, because you bought us a road trip pack. That was over Christmas. We went to Nanaimo. Was that last year? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Ginge bought us... Not last year, year before. Year before? Ginge bought us like a nice like road trip kit yeah. Yeah. of like yeah. snacks and like fuzzy peaches. Yeah. And then you bought us nuts. And nuts we, are great in the car. Hold on. We busted into these nuts. Uh, yeah. And we're like, what the hell? Yeah. Ginge. Ginge bought unsalted, unsalted. nuts. Well, I know you, you're always worried about Mars's weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know Mars is, and I'm not sure. I think you look great. Oh, God. And we're eating them. We couldn't like, believe it. We couldn't believe buy it. buy salted nuts. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a gingy bad, obviously. Yeah, we were so mad at you. Uh, I don't know, even know why they put that in the... They don't make them different enough, the containers. Yeah. Those nuts ended uh, up on the Coca-Cola. We, we were like, yeah. <laughs> See ya. We're like, he does hate us. He bought us unsalted nuts. I knew it. Unsalted nuts. Oh. Who buys unsalted nuts? Yeah, that's... Uh, that was a mistake. And it was a hearty amount, too. Yeah. It was a big thing of nuts. It was, was a big thing of nuts. We were so excited. Because yeah. nuts are great in the car. They're, they're great. They're fantastic. I, I only love nuts. recently, last three, four years, got into car nuts. Yeah, you just leave a tub in there. Oh, and they keep, yeah. Yeah, they, they're fine. Put a big jar of peanuts yeah. in the car. And it's great because they can freeze. They mm-hmm. can be overheated in the car. Yeah, doesn't matter. In this climate, Who they're cares? the ideal snack. Yeah. You know what's really good? Frozen salted peanuts. Mm, if frozen. You, if you've put your peanuts in the like freezer, like dead of winter. Oh, like. Well, oh, yeah, or, or in the dead of winter, <laughs> leave them outside or whatever. Then bring them on in. Frozen cold nuts are delicious. It feels a little risky with the teeth. Oh, I love them. Putting I love that extra crunch. Well, <laughs> so good. I just mean that like a regular nut can wreak havoc, but mm. a frozen nut. But the nut doesn't really have moisture, like not enough to. No, like, it doesn't. Crack. It doesn't oh, go like hard, you. hard. Yeah. It's okay. just. Yeah, it's oh, just cold. You're not eating ice. God, are they good? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, unsalted nuts, Ginge. I couldn't believe it. Everything else was top notch, though. Top notch. Yeah, there was, there was some jerky in there. It was you, great. You guys have been sitting on this for two years. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm so angry about it. Too angry to talk about it. Just simmering <laughs> under the surface. It's cruel, too. Uh, because you wouldn't like you don't need to buy nuts you have nuts I know yeah. I didn't but buy you, but you didn't have yeah. nuts because they were unsalted yeah, yeah so we had to buy some dumb nuts cruising through the mountains there's yeah. no stops anywhere and yeah. you know me I'm never gonna buy gas station nuts not at those prices yeah $300 for a little tub uh-huh. forget that Gingy got us nuts oh yeah and I was even gonna like buy, like get some salt and put some salt on. <laughs> Try to he shake did. These nuts. He did say that. So because the tub that you bought was so big, yeah. And I'm like, let's just like, I don't know, give them to that bum or something. And he's like, no. He's like, we're gonna stop at the next gas station. I'm gonna buy some packets. Or he was gonna steal packets of salt. We'll fix this. Yeah. And he's gonna salt the nuts. And I'm like, so how like, can it, I get the salt to stick to the nuts? It won't be the same. Do I mist them with water and then put salt on them? It won't be, <laughs> won't be the same. Uh, were they discounted? Well, there was there was good nuts. I just grabbed the wrong tin, I guess. This text here from Jamie in Fort Saskatchewan at 56789 says, My family calls unsalted nuts no fun nuts. We only like fun nuts. I don't like you. Why do they even make unsalted nuts? Who the hell wants an unsalted nut? Birds? Is it bird food? Did I get maybe, you? Oh, maybe yeah. it's bird food. There was a beautiful Oriole on the package. <laughs> and it was 40 pounds. Of- <laughs> Potato sack. Ginger really thinks we love nuts. (laughs) Same with, uh, is anyone buying, I don't know why. What's with the unsalted butter? Oh, Oh, I buy that. For baking. If you don't want that extra salt kick in there, I'll throw it in baking. But it's flavor. That's what the flavor is, baby. Yeah, because the butter the butter sticks we get those are salted sticks. Yeah, we salted for cooking. Yeah, yeah, unsalted for baking. It'll still bake fine, but it's just there's too much salt. Too much salt. I see. Yeah, Mm. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. This text here five six seventy nine from Jeff says my wife bought unsalted soda crackers. (laughs) I looked at her and I said, "What in the world are you doing?" Because what is the point? And I'm picturing like the uh, the red box crackers, unsalted. I've that's, done that. I've done that too. Why? That's that's gross. I got ten bags of unsalted crackers. Oh, basically unedible. Well, yeah, no one would touch them, right? No, you wouldn't touch Even them with a topping. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just put some meat and cheese on here. Doesn't. But it's wrong. It's still not right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not right. Probably even if you throw them in a soup, it doesn't matter, right? If you throw a couple unsalted in a tomato soup, you're gonna know. Oh, you'll know. You'll know you made a very bad choice. Someone said unsalted nuts are great for smoking. So you smoke those nuts? Or you like have your cigarette and then you lost your flavor, your taste buds, so you, then you eat nuts? I can't think of a drier mouth. <laughs> <laughs> smoking and nuts? Just smoking and then nuts in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Like a roasted nut maybe? Is that what they're talking about? Yeah, I think about? they mean like to roast them, to smoke them, yeah. You salt them, oil them, throw yeah, them in the... Yeah, do your own thing Throw too. them in a pan and then put them in the oven? People use an unsalted nuts for their trail mixes. With your M and M's. Oh, mm. even then, I like the no. sweet and salty. I, I like salty. Yeah, always salty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Well, they're wrong. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are the worst. <laughs> Sorry about the nuts, guys. That's yeah. all right. That's all right. I, I feel better now getting off my chest finally. Yeah. Because yeah. I was coming back I just felt, hot. <laughs> I felt like a weird tension for the last like twenty months. So yeah. this is fun. those unsalted nuts. Yeah, we'll hug it out after. That's right. All right, most kids go through a phase where they sleep with a stuffed animal, and that phase can last for years. And for some, it continues into adulthood. A new poll asked people if they ever regularly slept with a stuffed animal as an adult. And guess what? A lot of people do. 23% of people said, yes, they do. 72% said, no, I don't. And 4% said they weren't sure. 
not sure what that is, but they're not sure if they do or not. Now, you may think that this is heavily skewed towards women, but that is not the case. 22% of dudes, of men, say that they have regularly slept with stuffed animals as an adult, while just about the same amount of women have said the same. Hmm. Now, it could be a more recent phenomenon. 35% of people between the ages of 18 and 44 admit to it, but that number drops to 14% for Gen X and 6% for boomers. Unfortunately, they didn't ask how many adults are currently sleeping with a stuffed animal, but 45% say they slept with a stuffed animal as a child. Most people don't see a problem with it. Only 8% of people think it can be harmful for kids to sleep with stuffed animals. Oh, I don't think it's harm- harmful. harmful. Why yeah, would it be harmful? Because 8% of people are. That's awful. Maybe like an infant in a choking head. <laughs> yeah. Like a child? A bunch of yeah. plastic things all over it, maybe? I don't if, know. If you're an adult enjoying a stuffy, is it a childhood stuffed animal that you've never let go? Or are you purchasing new ones as an adult? I to sleep with. feel like it should be one from your childhood. That you just never let go of. Yeah, that you just prob- never let go yeah, of. Yeah, it's probably one that you've just hung on. Because you have a giraffe and you have a pig. Yeah, I do. The giraffe is like in bad shape. It's got a broken neck. I've had that since I was like two years old. <laughs> and some fabrics. And his name is Giraffers, but thanks. <laughs> Giraffers needs to go to the hospital. <laughs> Giraffers is fine. <laughs> There's a wire sticking out of its neck. Because that I hugged be it. I s- hugged it so hard like this. Like this, I put my chin next to my... Oh. Yeah, then I broke his neck. I think there's a nice, <laughs> I think there's a nice giraffe farm up north. I think, I think it, it I might don't sleep time. with them, though. They're just I just have them. I don't sleep well, with them. You did have them. And then because of the broken neck and the wires sticking out, you chose not to sleep with it. But no, I, I've never slept with giraffes as an adult. Oh, I've, I've just seen, kind I've of seen like them there. You just kept them. I just kept them. Just close to you when you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I just rest my eyes next to giraffes for about seven or eight hours. <laughs> but I would never sleep but with I, stuffed animals. <laughs> I don't. I don't sleep sleep with them. No. I don't. Uh, we don't have stuffed animals in our bed. Uh, but I will. Like sometimes I'm laying down the, with the kids before they go to bed. Yeah. And their their beds are like you know covered in them. Sure. Yeah. And I'll grab one, and it's like it's, it's comforting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you're motioning like holding it like a baby. Well, there's some big ones. Yeah, there is some big ones. You can really wrap an arm around those oh. big like squishmallows. Yeah, yeah. you guys know about those? Nope. I've, uh, oh, I've seen a those. Squishmallow. Yeah, yeah, they're it's they're very, huge. It's a very satisfying squeeze. Oh, okay, like a memory foam squeeze. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Are you an adult, and are you sleeping with a stuffed animal? Maybe you're a guy, and you're sleeping with a stuffed animal. Because mm-hmm. this, uh, this study shows that men are doing it all the time. Mm. Is it new? Are you sleeping with a stuffed animal from a boyfriend or a girlfriend from days long ago? Sometimes a stuffed animal, too, could work like an awesome neck pillow. Right? Like with their arms and legs, just like prop it perfectly, uh-huh. and it just holds you in place. Sure, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, maybe that it's a work. business pillow. Sure. It's doing work in Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Does Getting anybody cuddling. sleep with their old baby blanket? Is it in ta- tatters? I think after many years of tears, it should fall apart. Tears? There's too much salt. Wasn't that the point of it? I guess. <laughs> this text here is going to kick it off at 56789. I'm 48 years old. I sleep with eight stuffed animals. Eight. Wow. Wow. Do you throw them off the bed when you go to bed like a decorative pillow? You sleep with eight at home. Are you traveling with eight? Like, are you taking eight to a hotel? Oh, yeah. Does anybody travel with them? Well, I don't be think one. You, you don't take eight. No, but you take one. That's what I mean. There's one. There's one king stuffy. Sure. Yeah. I do not travel with giraffers. Maybe you should. No. It's, again, it's just a. Mars <laughs> is so put off by yeah. this. <laughs> like, <I'm>, okay. <laughs> it's fine. People are doing it. It's sort of I, want a, it's, I want a penis to be attracted to me. Okay. So <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> 
It does no. sort of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't sleep with giraffes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just have right. to. Let me make that very, very clear. It's a six foot giraffe. <laughs> it's not. Maybe you travel with one. Maybe you sleep with one. Yeah. Give us a show. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Alrighty, if you're just joining us this morning, we were talking about the story we had in the news. A new poll asked people if they've ever regularly slept with a stuffed animal as an adult. And 23% of people said yes, including 22% of men. So it's not just lean towards women. And younger adults were more likely to admit to doing it as well. Mm-hmm. So we want to know, are you traveling with your stuffed animal? Are you sleeping with a stuffed animal? Are you a grown-ass adult and you're like, I'm never letting go of my stuffed animals? If you're just meeting someone for the first time and you uh, make your way into their bedroom. Sure. Is there any sort of stuffed animal that's acceptable? Like a little tiny bear or like a big snake or the big tiger at the end of the bed? I was saying to Ginge during commercials that it's kind of like, it's not fair in the sense that I feel like if a grown woman has stuffed animals, it's, it's cute. Yeah, it's a little different. A little different. But there seems to be more judgment on if men have them. Yeah. Which it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter, but that's just... We were just discussing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sleep sleep with whatever gives you comfort, gives you a good sleep. Yeah, absolutely. But I do wonder, yeah, if when do you break it out to your partner? Or do you just break it out when they're not there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hide them away? Yeah, I think me personally, I probably would hide them if I did actually have them on my bed. At least at first. Yeah, I put my big tiger in the closet. Mm -hmm. My snake that's on the headboard, I stuff that in the closet too. So all of your stuffed animals have been won at some sort of K-Days or... The big red bulldog. Traveling (laughs) fair. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Um, Melissa, hello. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Hi, good. good. Um, how's your bed? You got some teddy bears on there or what? I definitely do and always have. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yeah. What do yeah, you got on there? Yeah. I got a little uh, teddy bear I've had since I was a baby. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, and it's not the only one. Like, that's the only one that stays on my bed, but I have, like, I keep my stuffed animals. Uh, I'm kind of a pack rat. They, you know, they all have some sort of meeting. I just keep the one. Up down on my bed, on my bed though, and yeah. so and yeah. that's always what I've done. So yeah. if someone walks in, they're not seeing fifteen. You just have this one standalone bear, this superior just, bear. Just, just the one, and I have like a like a little little pillow that my son and my daughter in law gave me like some years back too. So that's in the middle of my husband and my pillow. Oh yeah. So, when yeah, you first yeah. when you first met your husband, uh, you had the bear on the bed. Was that ever an issue? Nope. No, nope. yeah, yeah I, I, you know, you know what? And the thing is, is like when I met him, I had a lot more bears on my bed. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, so you slimmed him, slimmed him down yeah. since then. I thinned it, I thinned it down. Yeah, so, okay. he didn't care yeah, about the yeah. bears. He just cared, he cared about seeing Melissa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't care about the bears. He never even mentioned the bears. Actually, that's funny. <laughs> he didn't that's even cute. About it. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. That's great. Yeah. All right. You no, know, and and then um, my cousin, she has a quilt that our, our grandmother made. And she has that quilt still on her bed, and it goes everywhere with her. Oh, that's and a traveling so, one. Yeah. Yes. And she's married, too. And her husband's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those baby blankets. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay, thanks, so, Melissa. You're welcome. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, I had so many stuffed animals in my room when I was in my 20s, in the, sitting in the corner, that when I first started dating a guy, I used to hide in them, and he would have to swipe them away in order to get to me, LOL. Whoa. See, it is sort of even wow. like... <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah. Digging in the den. Getting in there. <laughs> even like 
Michael List was saying, like, her guy didn't care. Like, yeah. people are just happy to be in the bed with you. Yeah, yeah we're that's true. the stuffies. I think totally. we are, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a non-issue. Doesn't seem well, to be. Whether you have one or 15, who cares? Because clearly we're pawing through piles to find the lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what this text means, but let's dissect it here at 5678. It says, my partner has a special, a specific utensil that he has to use. Okay. okay. We went through a breakup and I think I tossed it out when we did. We recently got back together and he's upset that I tossed it. So now I need to go shopping for a new one for him. Ha ha ha. Are we talking about the same thing? I don't know. Oh. But what's a utensil? What, well, I what think are you, it's what are a you nice minding? way of saying like. <laughs> but she tossed it. She so, thinks she did. Yeah, she thinks she tossed the. The one. The, what, one. the thing away. Yeah. But is it a stuffed animal? Well, I'm guessing it's a silicone utensil. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I don't think... Okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> I think she thinks we're talking about something else then. Like, I appreciate the cryptic So uh, do I. Message, I love cryptic I messages. It's okay to include a little more detail yeah, on we're text. Not, we're not that clever. We're not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like bumper stumpers yeah, here. We're not... <laughs> I'm so bad at bumper stumpers. So bad. I cannot figure those out. <laughs> It's a lot of special and uh, yeah, maybe give us an update on that one and see if we're on the right page. People have some questions. Could you please ask your texter when you go out to eat, does he bring it with him? Oh, there's a clue. That's That's a good good clue. That's a great because some you can wear everywhere. That's true. So he could be bringing it out to eat with him. Yeah, but it's a utensil. She called it a utensil. Well, no, but that's a that's a safe way of saying it. It could be on your person's all day, and someone else could also be controlling it. Um, a (laughs) a gentleman by the name of Roast Beef. Keith just okay. texted in, and a roast beef says uh, a utensil is a fork or a knife or a spoon. Well, I have, I, yeah, I, need, yeah. I have the same one. <laughs> I don't think you do. But what does that mean? I, I don't think you have the same. You one. don't think roast beef Keith has the same one no, as Northside Mama? I think roast beef Keith is actually talking about utensils in the kitchen. <laughs> how do you know they're? Yeah, hey, Keith. How do you know what's specific? If if if, he, if they are in fact talking about a utensil, uh, the standard fork, knife, or spoon. Yeah. How do you know you have the same one? How does roast beef? Keith, no. Huh. Huh. Maybe it's a spork. Who knows? Oh, oh the two in one. No. But it's too, you know about that, Keith? But it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's too far away from the stuffed animal. Because he doesn't sleep with a spork. <laughs> Maybe. You never know when some roast beef is going to hit. Don't judge the man. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> also, people don't like the name utensil as a slang for that. But I mean, you That's, can. Yeah, you can use it. <laughs> Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Back um, to stuffed animals. Yeah, we'll figure stuff, this yeah. out. We'll get, we'll get to get the to bottom it. of it. Uh, Derek, how you doing, buddy? Hey, not bad. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Um, your bed, uh, you actually have a couple stuffed animals on there, right? What's going on? So, I just turned 42 today. Happy, oh, birthday. happy birthday, buddy. And I have three stuffed animals that I sleep with on a regular basis. Really? Okay. So one is a dog that I got during my childhood, and it's actually got, like, you can do, like, a ventriloquist thing with it. Oh! Oh, So it's a puppet. Is that a wrinkles dog? Yes. Yeah, you put your your hand in its head. I had a wrinkles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love my wrinkles. (laughs) Yeah. The wrinkles dog is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have an Expo Ernie from Expo 88. Okay. Cool. And I have a seal from um, when I went to SeaWorld. Oh, are the, and I'm guessing these are all like childhood stuffed animals then, right? They definitely are. Yeah, and they remind, they remind you of a good time. Why, why have you hung on to them? Uh, they just remind me of some of the best times in my life. So Yeah. Aw, that's really cute. Do you have a lover? 
I do not. You do not. Do you, if you're bringing a lover over, do yeah. you like clear the bed or you're like, this is me, this is what you're getting? Um, I just, it's, this is me. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you should. Yeah, and you yeah. should. I agree. No surprises after the fact. I found that uh, the, the, couple of people that I have brought over have been, you know, they've been receptive. Yeah. I won't say they've been, like, pumped about it, but they've been receptive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right. That all makes right. sense. Okay. All right, okay, thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> all right, talk to you later. You bet. Bye-bye. Nice little collection there. He put, lays it all on the line. This no is shame. what you get. He did say, though, that one lover was like, oh, I don't know, but. Then it's not meant to be. That's how you know, yeah. It's a great lit it's not test. meant to be. Yeah, this is what you get. Yeah. By the way, we've got another clue from Northside Mama. Okay. Oh, this from is, a utensil. This is, yeah, this is about the utensil that she thinks she threw out. We're trying to figure out what is a utensil. She, uh, her text here says, quote, he eats before bed, so yes, it's on the nightstand. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. But as Jen said, it could be used. Yeah, I mean, yeah, are we still, yeah, are you, still, are you, you still, did not clear it up. Are you still beating around the proverbial <laughs> bush here? <laughs> What's he eating? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you taking a plate to bed? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't no know. No one does that, so it's... Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't think it's that. Uh, Patrick, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, do you have uh, stuffed animals on your bed or what? Well, we don't have any stuffed animals on our bed. Uh, that's probably the one place they aren't. Oh. But my husband and I collect stuffed animals as part of our vacations and various adventures. Ah. So right now we've probably got 10 or 12 of them. And at any given time, you can find them on various shelves or peeking out of cupboards or just about anywhere in the house because they move around as we feel like it. Peeking out of cupboards? <laughs> I'd be like, what Absolutely. the hell? You can open up in the closet and you'll see a stuffed animal peeking down at you. So, like, oh. if, I'm in the, if I'm in your crapper at home and... So, you're over at Patrick and his husband's yeah. house. We're having dinner. Yeah, you invite Crash, me over. We're having a nice dinner. Crash will use your crapper, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, nice crapper, man. And then there's going to be a stuffed animal peeking out from the vanity? There may well be, and if you open the vanity, you may well see one in there peeking out at you. What? <laughs> nice. Good work, Patrick. Oh, my God. I love it. Why? So they're all over your house. Why don't they make it to the bed? Why would they be there? Yeah, I think because they're display. It's memory they're, of travel. Yeah, they're they everywhere. Can, absolutely. Yeah, they can peek out and weird out people, too. It's weird. They're memories it's of travel that are a little different that you can wash and move around the house wherever you want. I love okay. it. That's yeah. adorable. All right, all right. Okay, thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So instead of the magnets or the novelty utensil, like a spoon, sure. they do the They do the little stuffed bears. bears. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. It's cute. Would you be weirded out if, like, Gingy came over and we had peeking stuffed animals? Yeah, the peeking is... <laughs> peeking is weird. It doesn't matter, who, like, if it's a person, if it's a thing. Yeah. And I, I it's, don't, it's funny. It's especially funny. Especially if it was, like, peeking in a bathroom. If it's peeking in the kitchen, that's a little hilarious. But if it's peeking out the vanity, yeah, like, or like, or like you sit, I would think there's a camera. In it. Me too. Or what if like you sit down on the toilet and you look over at the shower curtain and you see this little thing peeking behind. up? I would never address it I think no. that's with the, the owner uh, of the home, but I would leave and be like, "Did you see all those stuffed yeah. animals peeking?" I think it's funny. Oh, it's great. It's a little collectible. Are they like? Because uh, you know, if you do the magnets or the spoons, it'll hmm. say the city or country you visited. Yeah. Are the stuffies just purchased in that place, or do they say well, like? Probably wear a T-shirt that's like San Vegas. Diego, yeah, or Vegas. I think it's but cute. the Vegas one in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's a part. He likes to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, I got one more. Sure. Hang on, uh, Jessica. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Hi, doing fantastic. Doing um, so uh, you and your partner, you uh, got stuffed animals on the bed, or what? 
We do, yeah. So it's kind of funny. The first time I ever went to my partner's place, and we've been dating for about nine years. Yeah. I rolled into his bedroom and he had this like decrepit old teddy bear on his bed. <laughs> and it's like his childhood teddy bear. And he's like, this is how it's going to be if we're together. And I was like, you know what, buddy? Respect. <laughs> this is yeah, how it's right, going to okay. be. He laid hey, it all out there. Yeah, at least yeah. you know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like personally, I also really love stuffed animals. I use, I bought like a $200 pillow and I end up never using it because I just sleep on like a giant squishmallow instead, which is tragic for the bank account but yeah it yeah. works so good those, yeah those stuffed animals i guess just they they fit in all the right places and they're just they're nice to hang on to right yeah it's very comforting it's like if you don't have a somebody to cuddle you know you always got a little buddy yeah next to you, you can cuddle if you need to sure yeah yeah when like, when you got with your dude there and he's like this is the way it's going to be this but this bear stays on the bed did would he let you like like grip onto the bear and sleep with it like a pillow not at first. You had to earn. <laughs> Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.